both, Ryan, the audio and the video. <laughs> oh, way to start it off, Jakester. Oh, my God. And immediately everyone has turned off the episode, you idiot. That was so gross. Ah, whatever. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Mr. Friendship Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Andrew Sharp. Uh, gang, I hate to tell you, but we've got a doozy of an episode today. Uh, we've got a very special guest on. Uh, we have my, my we have my sister. We have Emily Nicole Sharp. Can you imagine if I was? <laughs> we have Emily Nicole Sharp, the girl version of me. Uh, we have Emily Andrew Sharp on. <laughs> Same middle name. That would suck. Because Andrew is such a shitty middle name. I'm so I get so mad that I have that middle name. And no offense to anyone named Andrew. Uh, it's a fine first name, but as a middle name, I don't know why, but it sucks. Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, I just don't like it. I knew too many. I knew a couple shitty Andrews growing up, and I think that's why I don't like it. Uh, but we have my sister on today, guys. Uh, and she's just so she's just so great and uh, better than I am. Uh, and I think it'll come across pretty, pretty easily. It'll come across, yeah, it'll, it'll just be obvious how much better she is than, uh, than I am in the episode. Because we talk so much about, uh, her education and her, her, her passion in life, uh, and she's, she's gonna change the world. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, and I am not going to do that. I'm gonna keep burping into microphones until, uh, Till I die, I guess, which maybe might be soon. You know, I don't know. Uh, this was recorded the day we found out uh, in Canada that uh, we. This is when we were given like government orders to stay inside. So we were in a we were, we we had, we had a, we had a feeling that that was going to happen that day, but it it literally we we recorded it and then Justin Trudeau came out with his goatee and was like, "Stay inside." Doesn't sound like that at all, but. That's my Trudeau impression as a guy from the 50s. Stay inside. It's no good out there. The air's bad. Stay inside. Stay out. Stay outside. Stay inside. Stay inside. Crack open a can of Spam and and don't look your wife in the eye. Don't you dare do it. You stay inside, all right? That's my impression of Justin Trudeau. But he kind of looks like a 1950s villain with that goatee. Uh, gang... Yeah, it's a weird, uh, I know I talked a little bit, I talked about it a little bit on the last episode, but it's a weird time, man. We, uh, this episode, we, we recorded it, and then an hour after, we basically found out that we didn't have jobs anymore, which is crazy. I mean, not that, like, restaurants and bars are gonna shut down forever, but they were forced to shut down. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, we, we, we have certain things that can hopefully get a lot of people through till the, uh, till the, till the end, but, you know, it's definitely scary out there for a lot of people, uh, yeah, so we, we, you can definitely feel, uh, there's definitely a weird energy between Emily and I, because we are literally, like, we might not have a job, because Emily works, she's in school right now, but works at the bar, uh, that I work at as well, so, yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird time, uh, we're staying inside, I got a bad lower back right now, because I'm a hundred. I got a bad lower back, uh, 
I hope everyone's getting their TikToks in because, oh my God, there's nothing else to do. And I've been on TikTok so much recently that I've ruined my algorithm. I've completely gone through all the good TikTok because there's a bit. I always, when people compare Vine and TikTok, I'm always like, yeah, they're similar. But Vine, I thought there was a lot of good content. And there was like a good amount, there's a decent amount of shitty, weird, like uncomfortable content. But on TikTok, there's like a small amount of really good content. And the rest is just, (laughs) the rest is diarrhea. A lot of TikTok is a heaping pile of diarrhea. And I know diarrhea. And Jacob Andrew Sharp knows diarrhea, okay? I have irritable bowel syndrome. I know diarrhea. I know diarrhea like the back of my diarrhea, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I've been on TikTok way too much. Um, it's really, uh, it really pisses me off because now I've gone through everything and my algorithm is fucked because the only things I look at now, the only thing that are suggested on my For You page are uh, now, like, super conservative uh, TikToks, which I really don't like, uh, especially now during this time because it's a big reminder that these people exist. Uh, it's really conservative people, anti-vax, <laughs> anti-vax TikToks, which I didn't know existed. Uh, and then, like, uh, just, like, cringy cowboy country TikToks, which I think we all love a good dose of. But literally, my whole TikTok is like uh, rhinestone studded jeans and meth mouth. It sucks. Uh, so yeah, I hope everyone's getting their TikToks in. I've been seeing an ad on TikTok lately that's really making me mad. Uh, it's like a, a fat burning muscle uh, thing. Uh, and it's just like, I'll, I'll play it, but it's, it's just dudes who are 40 who are holding, like, the guy in this is so dead in the eyes because he has nothing, and I'm not trying to shit on that. He's just, he's trying to, he's just trying to get work and has a, a nice body to get this kind of work. But it's just so easy to make fun of. And, uh, here, I'll just, I'll just play it. Uh, hold on. Why do some guys cut everything bad out from their diet? They start hitting the gym, yet struggle to burn off body fat. Where guys like myself occasionally eat pizza, burgers, and food that I enjoy, yet somehow walk around with six-pack abs 365 days a year. Now, before- <laughs> I already, like, I don't know if, if we can hear that on the thing, but uh, just oh, right away, it's him being like, you know, people struggle with weight, and I don't fucking get that, because I walk around, I eat pizza, I eat burgers, and I eat the foods I like, but I'm still ripped as shit. Uh, and I just, you know, I know that people struggle, but why the fuck do they struggle? Uh, <laughs> you know, guys like me, we get to walk around all day long with really nice abs and horrible haircuts. And guess what? I'm 40, and that's obvious. <laughs> I don't know, man. These ads, like, piss me off. They're, I just... I find them so, they're so poorly written and they're so, uh, here, I'm just going to play the one part that I. Before you say it's genetics, you're wrong. 
actually comes down to your ability to control your number one massive fat loss hormone, norepinephrine. Nor what? I thought you might say that. Norepinephrine is the master fat-burning hormone. It's the direct activator of fat metabolism. It breaks down fat and preserves lean muscle, whether you have to lose 10 pounds or 100 pounds. So if you want to learn more how to maximize... <laughs> now, before you guys say it's genetics, it's not. It's all about learning how to burn this, learning how to control this one chemical that's in your body. And you do that by having good genetics. <laughs> not good genetics. Just genetics that would allow you to do that. What the fuck, dude? Before you say it's good genetics, because it's obviously that, I'm going to confuse you with a chemical that you don't know. I, I'm so defeated by watching that. Because it was just so obviously him being like, it's not genetics, but it super is. Uh, and then, and then the end of the commercial, they don't even tell you what it is. You got to click on their link and then you get the tips on how to control it. Uh, which is obviously going, it, and then it's all metabolism stuff. Guys, don't show me a guy who's dead in the eyes and obviously 40 and then him be like, it's not genetics. But most people who are 40 with a bad haircut and are dead in the eyes like me don't look like this. Like, also, I didn't like how they were like, it's not if you have to lose 10 pounds. Uh, and then they just show someone walking on a treadmill in cargo shorts. Or if you have to lose 100 pounds. And they just show a guy lying down who's really struggling like, it's just the most pandering muscle dummy shit I've ever seen in my life. And it's, I, I, I'm so, because I will constantly watch those to have a good laugh at a man who, with a bad haircut who's dead in the eyes. Uh, but dude, I think I've really ruined my, my TikTok algorithm. Because the only ads I get, maybe everyone gets these ads. It's just those ads or the chick who's, the, the lady who's on Bumble. It's like, I just match, like, and I don't know why she talks like she's uh, in a witness protection thing on, uh, on like, a true crime. But she, I just matched with the cutest guy on Bumble. <laughs> why does she, why is she, like, whisper? Why she's, like, she's, like, slightly whispering, I just matched with the cutest guy on Bumble. Hey, speak up. Because you sound like someone who's in a witness, witness protection on true crime. And they're like, and then her friend's like, you're blushing. She's like, oh my God, stop. That does not make me want to go on Bumble at all. One, because I love my wife. Two, because uh, I don't want to date people who are witness protection on true crime. I think that's all I wanted to talk about. I'm rambling so much and uh, that was, those weren't great bits. But hey, you know, it's a weird time and I've just been spending so much time on TikTok and I... Uh, I literally have nothing else going on. My Eilish and I are just. I think this is the we're starting to feel like this is the way parents feel, because we're just we've just been waking up, talking about what we're gonna make for dinner, turning on either Love Island or Westworld, or another HBO show. Any of them really. And then we make dinner. 
And then one of us will start to fall asleep during one of our shows. The other person will get a little mad because you're like, why are you falling asleep? This is the only thing we had to do today. And then we're in bed by like nine. This is how parents feel all the time. Parents do this, do this shit all the time and it's really starting to bum me out. I feel like I'm going to come and I already, and here's the thing. I'm going to come out of this quarantine a lot older and I'm already really old. I cracked my back halfway through this intro because I have bad, I have a bad lower back. I'm going to come out of this and I already look 40, but I'm going to come out of it feeling 40. And I don't know how I feel. I don't know how to feel about that. But I do know how to feel about the rest of the episode because, guys, it's so great because I have my, my, my sister is on the episode. And I'm so, I'm so happy I got to interview Emily because she's just so lovely. She is truly one of my best friends. And uh, I'm just so proud of her. We talk about uh, her education. We talk about our sexuality and uh, we talk about, you know, growing up together. And it's just it's a phenomenal episode. I'm so proud of her. Um, so, yeah, please like, rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, and enjoy the episode, dude. It's fucking phenomenal. OK, that's it for me. Bye. I can just talk into it. Just a little test, Rooney. Hi. Yeah. Hi there. You can talk. So you can talk at any level that like oh, okay. that you feel. How we would actually speak in sure, a conversation. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a burp. Are we starting? Because I have to burp. Uh, we can start. <laughs> oh, it's hard for me sometimes to burp. That wasn't a burp. No, I know. So <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> uh, I'm not good at it. I've never uh, <laughs> been good at burping. What do you mean you're not good at it? You just said you had to. It yeah, no, no, no. It's something that like my body definitely needs to do, as most bodies need to do. But uh, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm not good. So at sometimes it. I'll just try and just <sighs> nothing happens. And you'll take a big, a big deep breath. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the burp that you just let out of your ass in my bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that. Are we recording are you, now? Yeah, we are. We're just <sighs> gonna start. Are you sure you don't want to talk about it? Sure. Well, just some like context. I have IBS, as Jacob also has IBS. Yeah, we have the same genetic makeup. Yeah, <laughs> but mine's like a little different in that, like, I won't poop for like I don't know a week, and then I'll just poop all day. For a day. And mm-hmm. today is the day. Today is the day. Uh, Jacob, lucky lucky me in my little apartment. <laughs> yeah, and Jacob just made me a lovely breakfast. And it was hollandaise sauce and eggs and cheese. And I had two coffees. And uh, that's where we're at right now today. So. And then it sounded like you dropped a cinder block in my toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then it sounded like, and then it, it was the sound effect that uh, Free Willy made when he uh, jumped over that little boy and then made it back into the water. <laughs> Did you just drop a whale into my into mm-hmm. our into the plumbing system? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I was looking around after to find like the toilet bowl cleaner because I was like, this is- <laughs> I was like, I can't leave the aesthetic of the toilet the way that it is right oh, now. Oh no! So we just quickly because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a race car track. Yeah, now. I hate this is how we're starting. <laughs> Why? This is how we started our lives together, though. Yeah, it's we're so shitting true. like crazy. So true. Uh, no, yeah, I get I get in trouble all the time here because I constantly leave, I constantly leave horrific skid marks. Right, but don't, on the toilet bowl. and you have the tools to clean it. You just are choosing. Well, Eilish always gets. Uh, we have Eilish here. Eilish right just now. looked at you. Eilish, do you want like, to come chime in on this right now? Here. There's a toilet brush for a reason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, don't I, think, I don't think you know what to do with it. I do know what to do with it. Well, 
So Eilish is eating Nut- Nutella toast right now, and sometimes when I'm done with the bathroom, the toilet also looks like <laughs> Nutella toast. <laughs> You know what's great is like that. And I was just walking away. The toilet bowl cleaner looked like it was brand new, like it's never been used. So oh, it has been. Oh, what's crazy is it has been. Oh okay. okay. Oh, it gets some good use. Cool. Uh, but I use the method of like leaving it in the water. Like. And then it'll soften up, and then you can flush it away. Oh, you're saying the skin marks? Wait till they soften up. Yeah. Sure. And then they'll flush away. No, that's a way. Yeah. Especially if you don't have a toilet bowl cleaner. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But we have one. But we do have one. Yeah, yeah, I'm usually uh, not the best at keeping things sanitary. Well, I am sanitary. What's are you crazy Are you sanitary? Is, oh, heck yeah. What's crazy is like you are very clean at work and I'm very a, much about like, you know, let's double check the floors. Oh, I'm on everybody. Service. Right, but then it's like in your personal life. That well, does my, not carry well, over. It does. It's just like uh, because uh, my my week is so busy, like starting Wednesday, usually when I start, like I usually work Wednesday to Saturday and I'm working like. 12 to 10, 10 to 14 hour shifts, right? right. Uh, so my house will get a, to be get to be a disaster because I'm cooking for work. I'm constantly like laundry and stuff. So like Sunday, Monday are usually my cleanup days. Right. And then I have one clean day, which is Tuesday. Right. right, right <laughs> and then right. the house is good for one day. Yeah. And it's back to work. Well, uh, especially yeah. just like not being home as often. Yeah. yeah it totally makes sense. Uh, but I am definitely cleanly, and I try to, and I do get very freaked yeah, out by germs. I think you're anal about certain things, but like yeah. general things, you're like, oh, I'll leave that for next week. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's some things I don't think of. I, I don't know what's wrong with my brain. You know what, though? It's interesting because when I think about back when we were younger and mom would implement like the cleaning charts, and it was like a star system, like... I would always do all of the chores, yeah. and then I would say like, "Oh yeah, like I'll do Jacob's chores," and you didn't give a you didn't give a fuck about the stars. Well, it was almost like it was like a you know, hold on, hold on one sec. It's gonna fix your mic. Thank you. That good? That's okay, cool. Uh, no, yeah, I. Uh, it was almost like you were trying to be like, like it was like a, like something to make me be like, "Oh no, I'll do my chores." Yeah. But at the end of the day, like... Well, no, Emily's going to do them. But I was just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. They're like, well, no, you're going to lose that on your chance. And I'm like, thank God. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was planning on losing my chance. But for me, I was like, I get more stickers? Heck yeah. Like, it was really effective for me. And how do those stickers change your life? You know what? I think (laughs) it's developed a good, you know, cuddly nature in me. So, thanks for that. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) It wasn't... uh, a false uh, fluff of your ego when you were a child, and that you rely no, on. I know you re- constantly rely on, uh, on uh, what's it called? Praise. Praise. Yeah, you constantly. Yeah, seek but that was our from, whole from... generation, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're all we're all generally sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we're not handling all of the stuff that's going on right now very well. Do you want to talk about that? Should we start with that? Um. Because it's kind of happening we in can real touch time. Touch on it like a little bit. Yeah. I think it's happening in real time. Sure. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I definitely didn't bring my sister on to talk about COVID, COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're my sister. Hey, we're uh, hey, we're back with another episode of the Mr. Fred True Podcast. I've got my uh, my uh, younger sister, Emily, uh, Emily, Emily Nicole Sharp, uh, who is not a professional on the topic no. at all. But, Emily, what, uh, what do you have to say about the uh, COVID-19 coronavirus? Uh, how has that been affecting your life so far? I mean, with all of my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, no, so uh, what do you think we could do to make uh, precautionary measures uh, besides just washing your hands and using hand sanitizer? Don't go out. 
<laughs> I love it. That'd be the worst. That's the worst radio ever as, a, as the guest who's too excited. And then yeah, it's yeah. so overpowering that the person's like. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. How, do you, how do you feel? Um, I feel fine. Honestly, like, I think a lot of people are similar to me in that, like, I get super stoked when plans get canceled. Me too. And oh. so my school got canceled. My work got canceled. Like, Everything. You get to basically move home early. I just get to move home early, which I was already going to do. And I just get to hang out with my partner, which I'm super stoked about. And we're just going to be inside. And we've got stocks That's of the wine. Most, and- that, that must be the most privileged way to live right now is being like, yeah. all right. Totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's pretty great because the rest, the whole, the whole world is flaked out on us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like, they just didn't show up. All of society was just like, yeah, it was like, it was... It was like you, everyone who who uh, who said they were gonna come to the party didn't. Yeah, so I, I can't. Show up. No, not feeling great, and they're I'm actually not, feeling, not good. feeling great. No one's feeling they're great. They're not lying about. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not really feeling good. I'm not and really they're, feeling they're good. They're not. actually not feeling yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. This is the one time where everyone's actually like, no, I'm actually sick. Yeah, but like in all seriousness, like it is pretty scary just what's happening with Italy. And we were talking about this earlier, how like so- they are trying to figure out who is going to have access to ventilators and having to make that ethical decision of who's going to potentially live and who's going to die. And could you and imagine being scary. in that in that position as like a medical like, professional? Like, well, yeah. med- medical professionals, like the government, like whenever I'm sure whenever it was like uh, when whoever was going to be like to in, in, in nursing school or like whatever. Yeah. No one was, they're not like, so, um, also you're going to have to choose who lives or dies. Yeah. No, no, like I'm sure like. Not on this grand of a scale, right? No. Like there, you might have think... a case study where you have to make some kind of ethical decision of, you know, yes. should we uh, like euthanize this person? But even still, that would be a lot of consent forms and you'd ask and like their decision maker fu- It doesn't sound whatever. fun. No. Most of nursing doesn't sound super fun. And that's why I left. And that's why you, yeah, you, you were, you almost became a nurse. Yeah. So. Could you imagine if you were a nurse right now? Fuck, dude. I was thinking about that a lot because they were hiring a bunch of nurses and they were giving them, I think it was like 80 grand to work for this time to go into like the testing centers for the virus and uh, great money, but like, God, also like, it's so crazy how reliant we are on medical professionals and not Mm -hmm. even thinking about the fact that like, man, there's I'm sh- there's probably tons of nurses and doctors who are p- testing positive right now. Yeah, exactly. Se- security guards. Mm-hmm. Like uh people who are working in like offices, like Yeah. People who work in hospitals like are completely exposed. Yep. And all of us all of us are calling in being like I think I'm sick. Yeah. Like can I come get a test? Right, right. And they're like what what are your symptoms? And they're like um well I didn't sleep well last night, so I'm just a little and then there's beep, yeah. like like these, the medical health professionals are face to face with it, and all these people are sitting in their homes, being like, "Um, so should what should I be doing? Yeah, like, um, I know I've never been outside before, <laughs> but so should I just continue to not do that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. and that's the thing, and it's just like, I, like, and they do get paid, I believe, more for the risk of even just like day to day stuff, where like you are in, you know, critical care, and like, they, yeah. yeah. Being like, being like, yeah, no, so I've never been to China, but I did think about going like five years ago. So should mm-hmm. I be worried? Yeah, yeah. Like, no. Man. <laughs> I, I just think that the panic is, I mean, the panic is kind of a good thing because now we'll yeah. take it seriously. I think so too. I for think... so long, 
no one was taking it seriously. Yeah, and it's all just like preventative measures, and it's just like we don't want things to get to where they are and in other places. Well, and, and I think and no we one, have the power no to one, do it. No one wants to be. No one obviously wants to have what's going on in Italy or in France. Like, yeah. And obviously, for anyone who's listening right now, this is an intense time, and it's yeah. scary. And I know we're talking about it a little bit lighter. Right. But this is a comedy podcast, so we're yeah. trying to keep it light. Uh, but there, it, it is serious. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the issue. Is that like I'm fine with people making memes and having mm, fun? That's yeah. fine. But uh, what I don't, what I don't like, is uh, finding out that the states have only tested like 77 people. Tests aren't available for people, and I'm sure lots of people are too afraid to. Um, well, think about their their healthcare system already. Like it's even, not set up for people yeah. to be lined up outside of hospitals getting what they need. Right, and you wouldn't want to actually get diagnosed because whatever treatment that exactly. comes out, you're probably going to pay for that. Exactly. Not only the testing, but actually trying to get better or well, the stay the at the hospital if you have to stay in the hospital and if you are on a ventilator let's say that's all what you're gonna have to pay well for, it's like the thing fucked. of like uh if you call someone in who's overdosing on drugs mm-hmm. you don't want to do it because you don't want to get in trouble by the cops right it's like it's like if you're like but when you do call the cops it's fine you, yeah, give, they'll, you tell them what's going on and they're like we're not going to address you arrest you for doing drugs right right, right, right. uh because they want people to feel safe enough to yeah. call them yeah like that, but that's what's going on with the hospitals. No one yeah. wants to call because no one wants to, to the fear of losing their money, or even the fear of being like quarantined. I think like I don't know. I've heard a lot of people saying that, yeah, like I don't want to go and get tested, and then because they're also quarantining people. I think this was either in Italy or France or Japan, and they were yeah. separating them from their families, right? And we were talking about earlier how like lucky we are to both have partners, so that even if we're like. You know, everything's shut down. We can just hang out with can hang out at home. Our, our partners or our roommates or whatever. But oh, we can all, we can all just hang out for two weeks. And sure, our our clits and prostates are going to be so swollen oh, by the end of it. Oh, baby. Oh. I was just messaging my friend about it. And so, like, and I talk about sex all the yeah. time. And uh, I was telling her, I was like, dude, my vagina is going to be <laughs> fucked. And she was like, yeah, take it easy with the power tools, babe. Like, yeah, maybe the power it, tools. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy when you guys are going yeah, out to the shed. Totally. Maybe don't use the drill every time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking about uh, at work, like, this is the time to get an OnlyFans. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. right? Cause, I like, was talking to one of the security guards about it, totally. Because I was like, yeah. I, was telling, uh, I was telling one of our security guards, I was like, listen, we're going to be jerking mm-hmm. off anyways. Yeah. Like. And everyone's going to be home. Everyone's going to be yeah, home. Business, business is booming totally. right now. Totally. Everyone's on Pornhub. Definitely. Yeah, of course. Everyone's prostate's going to look like a fucking grapefruit. Yeah, it's going to be, be great. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's going to be grapefruit. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Oh, love it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think where people are, are at now is like, it sucks that it had to happen where a country like Italy had to shut down. Yeah, but it's because like precautions weren't taken properly. Yeah, so exactly. When, and we're in the middle right now. We're literally Emily and I are waiting right now <laughs> for the Prime Minister of Canada to make an address at one p.m. Yeah, uh, and we'll find out what's what we're gonna do. Right. Because right now there's just so many rumors going on of like, you know, Ontario's going to shut down. Quebec is already locked down. It's already locked down, yeah. I, I think Montreal, well, you know, maybe Montreal just shut down all their entertainment and bars and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what that's that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, they've, yeah. they've done a, a non-essential service lockdown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so grocery stores, pharmacies. Uh, gas stations. Gas stations. And then like obviously. Uh, hospitals. And hospitals. Yeah. like, And then emergency stuff is obviously still open. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just the fact that like if. Italy was kind of slow to shut things down, and if they're a perfect well, they, model of like yeah. what could happen to us, and if we just well, shut down and that's now. what's going to happen with the, I, I, I can't not think that that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. in other places if that if if 
people don't take the right precautions. Yeah. Like we, I, we both work in the same bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we're on the Mr. Friendship podcast, everybody. <laughs> this is episode, uh, I think, 18 with, uh, with my uh, beautiful and oh. lovely and so wonderful and so stinky <laughs> younger sister, uh, Emily, Emily Nicole Sharp. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> Hi. We definitely, so everyone's going to be like, yeah, uh, we could tell right away because of the uh, way you guys laugh. Yeah. And how, uh, how, you guys, how you guys breathe so heavily when you're mm-hmm. excited to say something. We go, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my breathing is really loud. I'm yeah. trying to. And we obviously all, both have a ridiculous cackle. Yeah. That's totally. something our parents definitely just dropped to us as a. Oh, the loudest laugh. Oh, yeah. Oh. We, loud laughs, but oh, have you guys seen Jacob's... Oh, L-O-L, huh? <laughs> loud laughs. We've seen Jacob's recent post. Great butts. Great butts. We've got oh, great we both, we both got ridiculous shitters. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe how many followers I lost after I posted... I just posted... I lost like 130 followers. No way. Which, who gives a fuck? No. Uh, I mean, really... I'm, I'm so happy to get the support that I have yeah, from yeah. people like the people who do support me are the best funny. and I love them. It was so funny. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. And it's, and it's my, my low, my most liked Instagram post, but yeah. it was so, I, I like lost like within that day, a hundred, 130 followers. Why can't and I was, men be sexy and you know, and, and post their butts. Women post their butts. I don't know time. if it was sexy. That well, was really funny. No, yeah. <laughs> it was more, it was not about that. It wasn't me being like, hey. I, this virus has made me realize that I need to enjoy my body. If everyone could just stop slut shaming Jacob. That'd yeah. Be great. <laughs> I got a decent shit show, okay? Yeah, fans uh, only. Fans, fa- you say fans only? I did say fans only. <laughs> <laughs> yep, fans only. Fans only. That's what I should have said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, good. So Glad you didn't funny. follow me. Fans only. Fans only, yeah. Fans only, sorry. It's oh, good. Well, everyone was, uh, so many people were just commenting, people people unfollowing because they can't handle the cake. They, they, <laughs> That's the people, Someone said they're not hungry enough. <laughs> That's hilarious, yeah. That was making me laugh. Oh, but yeah, thanks for all the support, guys. Yeah. Um. Uh... Yeah, I uh, I don't know. We're just going to see what happens, I guess. Yeah, I mean... I mean, my work, our work, we our both work at, at Bangarang. It just, it now just shut down, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, it's, was- it's definitely worrisome because uh, we can, do you want to talk about like the, like small businesses? Yeah, we can. Well, because I mean, like, I'm kind of interested because, you know, this is, ne- this, this is more my profession. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, obviously, you needed a second job. Yeah, and I'm a student, so a for student. me, it's a, it's, it's a great income, and I'm really lucky to have the job. But exactly. for people like you who um, are managing or full-time bartenders or whatnot, it exactly. does affect your livelihood more than it does me. Well, um, it affects, like, like I'm, I'm the, I think about, like, the, like, my, my barbacks. Yeah. Like, or, like, like, people who are, I'm like, this, this is their only source of income. Totally. And, uh, and it's all based off of shifts. You know, that's, it's definitely a scary thing as, as bartenders, bar, people who work service industry, people mm-hmm. who work shift work, yep. then you're paid hourly, you know? You and know. as well as a lot of your um, income coming from tips. Yeah, exactly. So, that's the other thing too. Right. Uh, because your wage is different as a... Yeah, but what industry. I what I love about Bangarang is that um, even before this happened, our uh, owner sent out a really great email just to yeah. like keep us updated and has some plans for people to still oh, have yeah, some the, income, the, which is really dope. We and, we and it's very rare that that would happen. Most oh yeah, most bars and restaurants don't give a fuck. Well, people are. This is always the time where people realize how undervalued they are at their yeah. position, and how kind of replaceable you are. Yeah. What's good about the place that we work, uh, the owners really do care about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and. In their, and even still, they are small business owners. Yep. So you can only do so much. Yeah. But they're still like, we're not going to let anyone 
It's not like they're not they're 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 basically being like we're not letting anyone go hungry. Yes, like we exactly. will we'll, we'll, yeah. fi- we'll figure this out together, right? Yeah, and it was a, it was just really nice to be even in the loop because I think there's just like a lot of panic going well, on. So have... just that like okay, if I am I desperate and and need some income if I don't have enough savings or whatever, like well, there's there's, there's now okay. going to be plans put in place. Yeah, that... and I mean. Everyone will kind of be on the same playing field. Everyone who's in the service industry. Um, oh yeah. So and there are some government supports that are. Well, so, yeah. We'll, well hear there's what's obviously. Today I think one, today but, we'll find out. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about already pushing mortgages back and pushing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff back, which already happened in Italy, which is. Yeah. You know that's a relief for sure. Uh, it's you know there's people who also like, who uh, like if as far as like even EI goes. Yeah. Uh, unemployment like, there's some people who can't do it like who get paid in only cash. Right. Like right. people who are musicians and DJs, like yeah. if you haven't filed your taxes in like however many years or you only get paid in cash, like right. What are they it's definitely, offer? Yeah. it's going to be an interesting time. Uh, but I think the most important thing is like, don't, uh, even though you're isolated and even mm. though like you're, you're, you're scared, uh, keeping connections open with people is huge. Yeah. And, and you know, like tons of people right now I see on Instagram are like, if anyone needs toilet paper, I have some. Right. If anyone needs food, like yeah. I can go get you groceries or like 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 I have some extra stuff. Like right. that's something that you do. You don't you don't hold on to all that Purell and toilet paper for yourself. I agree. And so and I was Sha- talking, like share it. Yeah, I was talking to my roommate Alyssa about this, and she made a really good point of like this is a really cool opportunity to see you know and trust other people and trust your community and trust that you will be taken care of and you will take care of others. Yeah. And we were talking yesterday about how like I think that our generation is selfish in the best way, just in that we do things for us. We we um, choose to get married or not for us, maybe not for well, our family. I don't even or we think, choose to yeah. go to school or travel for us, which I think is like such a beautiful thing. Well, I don't even think it's. I don't. Even, I don't but, even think it's. I guess. I guess what you're saying. Like selfish, I'm saying, selfish doesn't even feel like the right word, but I know no, what you, not, I know what you I mean, mean when you I'm say saying it. selfish and not a negative connotation. I think it's like a really cool thing. However, like a flip side of that is, you know, people might say like, oh, I got what I I'm good for me. Like I've got well, that's all how the I that's how I feel whatever for me. That's how I feel the older generation yes, will feel because yeah. they'll be like, well, one, they always have that mentality of I had nothing right. when I was young. Now I now I get what I I I, I earned it. Yeah. And it's mine. Yeah. And you can so, do the same thing on the capitalist model. Exa- yeah, but I exactly. I feel like this could push us in a more socialist society, which I think. Would well, be I think that's where our generation dope. is going to go anyway. Yeah, much totally. More but this right? could be a cool reset. In where, a way. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying. They're like, maybe this is the reset we needed. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean. I, I don't think we needed it. No. Well, I mean. That's a very. That seems to be a very pessimistic way to, to talk about it. Like. Yeah. Like, good. This is happening. We. This earth was. This was. Good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this, these freaking, these liberal conservative cocks and, you know, we, this is what we, I sound like, uh, what's his name? Alex, uh, Alex Jones or whatever. <laughs> the, the super conservative guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, uh, it's all ghosts and scary and aliens and I don't, right. I don't know what to think. And, uh, uh, no, yeah, it's just like those people who are like. Yeah, who who were like, yeah, I think uh, we we're all gonna die anyway, so this right, is good. Right. You we're know, not like, saying that anyone. <laughs> no. Did, we do not want anyone to be sick or to be dying. No, of course you know, I don't. Like, want, this should not, not be yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I hope that uh, I really hope that, especially like you and I are definitely not people in a in a higher one. We're not. We're not in a higher tax bracket. No. We're not people who. Uh, 
you know, we're part of the generation that can't afford to go out and buy hundreds of rolls of toilet paper. For we sure. can't afford like we're paycheck to paycheck. It, yeah, exactly. And that's you know, and, and that's and that's I'm... that's very uh, that's very understandable for for younger people who are yeah. students or who are just like starting their careers. Uh, so I would hope that when people are like the older generation, like I would really love to see, uh, like people like our our parents, you know go out and try and help yeah but it's also it can also can be more it's more dangerous though no and i think that like the, so it's a, it's the a help tough... doesn't have to be like you know getting out there and you know no, of course sharing, but it could be just like uh remote support or like yeah just saying something but i if think you need something I, i'll send I'll get i think forever. what we're trying what's great is that even our people like us are, are don't even have much but they're willing to be like if you need my help i'll try yeah. my best and i think that's important uh and what's scary about our, our parents' generation is that they're like, all right, well, we have guns, so that's good. Right. Like, right, right. they're like, yeah, well, we're ready to go Mad Max when everyone else is ready to go Mad Max. Totally. Like, yeah. it's it's getting, yeah, yeah it, there's there's two different sides of what's going on right now, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think hey. we're talking kind of privileged about it. I mean. Oh, for sure. I don't know how many people are in, in Italy are sitting down to do a podcast being like, so what do you think's going to happen? Oh, like, my God, yeah. Like, totally. I, it's just so fresh now for north america for because for so long no one took it seriously and now and then the nba and nhl closed and everyone was like fuck but like, like how whack was that the thing to set everyone off just be like oh it's real serious everyone you know what like, I mean? like that oh was my, the thing like you were like oh you didn't believe all the people that were dead in china yeah, yeah, and yeah, italy yeah. what and are you talking like, about oh if the nba closes well then we'll definitely close school it's just weird how like the nba was first and we're like and our children we should probably keep them yeah. if the nba yeah. are staying up maybe our kids should i heard stay i heard the utah jazz are infected yeah <laughs> maybe we should start taking this more seriously yeah yeah, yeah. you're like guys they're yeah. like, I guess China wasn't kidding around. <laughs> I don't think so either. Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, we're just trying to keep it light. I know it's obviously serious. Uh, we're just trying to. I'm making fun of the people that are. Yeah. Yeah. We were. I was in the LCBO and I was grabbing uh, booze for work. And this old lady was like, I was grabbing like a lot of vodka mm-hmm. because at work we sell that a lot. We do. Uh, and I'm just picking up stuff for work. And it's also booze, which is not a necessity for your, for your fucking Armageddon. Right. And she doesn't know that you work for a bar and that you're well, so manager. She looks at me and she was like, I think you have enough. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> uh, sorry, this is actually for a bar. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be selling this much product. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually here every week buying the exact same. Yeah. I actually yeah, know all worry. the people at the store by name. Totally. Uh, and then she was like, uh, she was like, oh, well. Never mind, I guess. And I was like, you're just yeah. looking to get mad at somebody. Right. Everyone's so on you got edge. Nothing, you got yeah. nothing going on, lady. I saw another woman when I was at the No Frills the other day, and she was, like, saying to the cashier, who was just a young buck trying to do his job and, you know, has probably he's had, had a fucking e- work. And he's had a fucking earful all day, and it's probably stressful. And she's like, so where am I supposed to get toilet paper? And this, like, 16-year-old kid was like... I don't know, like a corner store or something. I don't know, man. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know, and man. I like, want to go home. It's not your fault. You've been here probably since 9 a.m. Exactly. Like, and I bet it's and I bet it's been fucking insane. And in I there. bet you that everyone has been like so stressed and so hassled, and you know. So uh, he doesn't need your comments. He's he didn't buy all the that, toilet paper. No, he's just he's, been selling it. No, he's his high school just got shut down. You know. Yeah, like, he's like he's like I have to work. I have to yeah. be here. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. I. Uh, yeah, poor guy. Cause like I was, we Alex and I were in Freshco because we need to get cat food. Yeah. Oh my god. We also have day. a cat, and we were, we had to go right? to the pet store to get it. Yeah. But we, I went to two groceries because I went after work, mm-hmm. and I was, and it was on the the Thursday that this happened. So like yeah. when this is all, everything got shut down, and everyone started freaking out, and like right. all the Thursday was the worst day. Thursday was yeah. worse. It was nuts. I uh, 
And we, I went to, I went at 4 a.m. after work because I was oh like, oh, God. it won't be that busy. It's a 24-hour metro. Right. It was still packed. Asia was telling me the same thing. It was insane. One of our at 4 a.m., yeah. it was still packed and there was nothing. And I, there was no cat food. So I was like, well, my cat's going to die then because Ugh. I just need cat food. Yeah. Uh, and we, Eilish and I were also very fun. They were, it was very funny. We were also out of toilet paper. Oh, and I was no. like, And I was like, this is bad timing for <laughs> us. Because fun fact you- about Eilish and I. Is that shitting is the number one thing we do here. We both have horrible bellies. Yeah. So guess what? We've been shitting. And also just so brutal for people who are just like, yeah, I just ran out. Like this just happened just to happened. be the day like, that I needed to get that. We were like, well, we're out of toilet and paper. And you're like, I'm not trying to get any more than my share. No. I just need toilet paper for this weekend. I just we need have it. nothing left. We're I just want to be like, I have tissues right now. Like, holy fuck. I have a medical condition, which means <laughs> I lose, I shit out an arm every day. Oh so I'm going to need some TP. Do you know what? I was saying this earlier. Like, our dad is like a huge dermaphobe. And I was on the phone with him yesterday. Yeah. And he's got two babies under two. So he like, I would think, is warranted to be a little stressed. Because if these babies get sick, that's very dangerous. So I was talking to him yeah. on the phone. I was like, hey, like, are you stressed at all? And he's like, nah, I'm cool. And I was well, shocked. They've and just then, been on maternity leave. So they're like, we have, we're not leaving We're not. Well, I mean, dad just went back to work. He but, did, But yeah. I mean, yeah, like, they're they're fine. And uh, and he was talking about toilet paper. He's like, well, toilet paper's not going to cure corona. And I was like, well said, dad. And he was like, yeah, lots of countries don't have toilet paper. He's like, get exactly, a rag, yeah. you know, use some water, splash it up on your butt. Like, yeah. you're fine. And I was That's like, the- I'm shocked that coming from him. because he's- Man, folks who have a bidet. Yeah. You're laughing. Totally. You're laughing. Totally. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was so chill about it. Well, yeah, also just clean your butt in the shower like the rest of us. Yeah. Because, like, wiping is okay, but just get in the shower and spread your cheeks open and, yeah. let, it, and, let, it, and just let it clean. Yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, I don't trust people who just wipe. Who just wait? I'm people sorry. who people who shit after a shower, like, oh yeah. Like I get why I, mean, I get like when you're obviously you have a poo and you have a poo. Like yeah, I, I just had a poop and yeah, I, I didn't cough oh, in your oh, shower. Did you ever <laughs> just have a poo? Yeah. So. So mm-hmm. I, I was at Freshco and uh, there was a crazy and it was at like 9 a.m. We yeah. went early because I was like, we need to get cat food. Like I can't, we can't chance this. Yeah. Uh, and then we so we went and there was a huge lineup, right. but it's only for one register. And then Alex and I were just like, oh, we'll just walk up to another register. So we did. And there's this woman who's like, uh, you know, like the Karen meme? Yes. Like, can I talk to your manager? The flock of seagulls haircut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She looked like that. I like to call her trailer park Karen. Oh, (laughs) good. uh, She had the Karen haircut. Yeah. But then was matched by the mullet. Oh, beautiful. It was incredible. Yeah. She looked like Billy Ray Cyrus. (laughs) Uh, She was definitely like a a grocery bag of a a woman. And and she was just pissed. Right. She had, and she had guess if she had the most stuff. Yeah. Guess if she had the mo- mo- more stuff than anybody. Uh, and she was getting all uppity because she was like, she turned back to everybody and was yes. like, you know, there's going to be a revolt. What? When people find out that there's this this line only goes to one register, you know, someone better go tell them. Oh my god. And we were like, uh, I think. Th- well, I was like, one, I was like, I think they can hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I was totally. Like if anyone just told them, you did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and people have. You just been. commanded the attention of the entire store, girl. We all know. Pe- now. People have been. People have been like, oh, guys, there's another line. Yeah, know. it's fine. Uh, and no one gives a fuck because Most people it's, are pretty it wasn't that busy where anyone needed to be like, please go over here, you over here. Yeah, you know, it wasn't that busy yet. Yeah, people, people know how lines work and they'll figure it out. People are also just stupid. Yeah. If you see a line, you're like, well, I guess this is the line. Totally. Like, it's fine. Yeah. No one gives a fuck. No. And then people come up, they came over coming up laughing, being like, oh my God, I can't believe we thought that was the line. Yeah. Like. It's then, not ruining anyone's day. So then she turns to this, this fucking kid who's working the cash register uh-huh. and she looks at her and is like, 
you know, you should maybe you should step off the cash when I'm done, and oh, you should go tell these people and God. maybe do your job. And then she was like, uh, "I am doing my job." This like braces teenage braces teenagers just like um okay <laughs> maybe I don't know. Th- I'm just gonna no, okay. Yeah. And then it's just cashing around. And she like looks back and she's like, "I'm just trying to do my part," you know. And we were like, "I'm," and Eilish is Eilish is like shocked, and I'm like, I'm losing my mind laughing. <laughs> I'm like having a fit of laughter uh, because I couldn't believe the insanity. And you know what? Like, you know, like that girl for sure would have already been like blowing up a stink at the grocery store on a regular day. Oh, she was like, if this wasn't happening, she would have found something else to bitch about. I would about be surprised if there's young girls. Yeah, day. I she I wouldn't be surprised if there's already a viral video of her losing her mind in a Walmart. Right. Like, you know, like yeah, like she's a history she's, of this. That woman's been filmed before yeah. without her permission. <laughs> By like a bunch of teenagers who yeah. were like, "Yo, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah." Jesus. That 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 was that was shocking. Just because I was like, "She thinks she's helping." Yeah, lady. So whack. Like I hate to leave those kids alone. Yeah. Like just like it, have just, you never worked in? Well, it was like she service? was like panicking. Like she was just like she like and she was like it it was like she was a she was a godly woman amongst a bunch of people who were sitting in a cemetery. Like right. you're just like she was like. You know, this is all gonna go to shit, and you're gonna go to hell. And you're like, all right, all right, <laughs> all right sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, if that's the haircut that's going into heaven, then I don't want to go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, man. People are people are losing their minds. Yeah, they are. Uh, how does it feel being a student right now? Um, in, in, I in this? Feel... I know this is like a not so uh, focused on. Well, one, let's talk about you as a student yeah let's talk about what you're studying cool um so i'm in my fourth year of behavior analysis at george brown so it's but it's not behavior is is it under the blanket of behavior science yeah so um yeah uh my degree is the first cohort at george brown cohort yeah that's what we call it like program we're the first group like we're the first We're the first, that's the title. <laughs> We're the first like gangle of people to gangle. Be, <laughs> you keep saying you keep making up shit to be put through this thing. So we're the first flock to go yeah, through. Yeah, we are. Course, <laughs> you. Anyways, okay. So I'm in my fourth year. Um, I'm pretty sure our convocation, which is another real word, graduation convocation. Um, I mean confirmation. Oh. <laughs> I think you mean confirmation. I mean confirmation. Com- confirmation? When I say confirmation? You, you, you say, oh, com... Now I, I don't... Now I don't know. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My graduation might be canceled. Um, So, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel... You know, our first congratulations is coming up, so I think that'll be... Exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, I feel... Okay. I have to finish my thesis. So... And that right. was already a thing that I would have had to do. No. No. You were I mean, applying my undergraduate. to your master's. I was applying to my master's. The field is kind of wonky at the moment. Well, because you guys lost a bunch. As a result of Doug Ford. Thank you so much. Well, Doug, um, Doug Ford cut a bunch of funding. Yes, for autism services. So just... Re- oh, my God. Yeah, just real quick about behavior analysis. Like, uh, just a distinction. Like, it's not just for people with autism. No, but, no, no, of course. But that's commonly where the jobs are. So as a result, like, that defunding really affected the field and the jobs they were able to get. Well, and the... Um, the, the uh, autism community and population mm-hmm. is is much bigger than most people know under, or understand i mean isn't it part of the understanding that there's more people you would know with um, with like, like with like i mean i mean where like you would need where is assistance or like or like uh like where it's uh how would i say it um 
where it's 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 like uh like you it's assisted behavior where like you uh you you would need someone like you yeah so and that's the the thing is that like anybody <laughs> just selling the field could use a behavior analyst because oh, I everybody definitely could. <laughs> yeah so yeah that's the thing like everybody behaves obviously so like behavior analysis <laughs> yeah Sorry, that's just so funny everyone Shut behaves up. everyone has behavior <laughs> everyone you, everyone behave yeah <laughs> so that's what we say and yeah we just come in and we say hey guys behave um yeah. <laughs> you know but <laughs> hey you know what behave hey, all right sorry guys i don't know if you've heard this before but fucking behave, behave. if you could just behave. settle down that'd be great come on settling down um no so <laughs> just uh because i know a lot of people like aren't really familiar with behavior analysis and what it does and people conflate it a lot with psychology so real quick if you like do you want me to explain go it? for it Is that uh, real cool? quick just just, just explain quick. it um so you can just do it sick so like psychology is based on a lot of stuff that's going on in your head right and and your thoughts and your feelings whereas like behavior analysis focuses more on like what you do and say yeah so in like psychotherapy it's all about like talking and you explaining you know your behavior and whatnot versus with us we like directly observe your behavior yes and um so we use like principles of behavior so like a lot of people have probably heard of positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. um basically that's like adding anything into the environment that's going to like increase the behavior well, i think i got a bit too much of positive reinforcement so, yeah and like um some fun examples for jacob like you would do anything to get attention which is one of the four functions of behavior so oh and, you and still i do. still do it I and, and and i've kind of somehow uh built a job around 100 percent. you have 100 percent. and i <laughs> yeah. and then i was like yeah. and then they were like and then i was like i can go to school for this right 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 but that's the thing that like and what do you think i released two hour episodes yeah of me talking because you love it because i love it yeah um but like you would even receive so with positive reinforcement it's not like just praise so for example remember when we were little and you'd be like emily let's get under the table like we're at a restaurant oh, because i knew mom, I knew mom would start balding if, and if mom we started would doing lose it her shit and even though that wasn't like you it's weren't not, receiving praise i was not receiving praise whatsoever. you were you know she was getting mad she was snapping at mom loved to snap at us oh mom would snap her favorite or, thing or jacob jacob get you up, don't stop it right now don't jacob yeah jacob please yeah. For me, can you please, please just sit up, Jacob? Yeah, just sit up, Jacob. Just please sit just sit up, Jacob. They're coming. The waiter's coming right now. Jacob, please, <laughs> Jacob, please. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Jacob, right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally. And it's like, and that... I would be, and I would be, and I would be under the table being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would be under there too, being like, Jacob, we're not supposed to be down here. Like, I don't think we should do this. Oh, yeah. And oh, you're like, get... M, let's stay down here forever. I would get, I would, I would get you in a ton of trouble. Oh yeah. Anyways, so like, even though that wasn't fun like sorry no it was a lot of fun but the um, reinforcement that you got wasn't necessarily good praise it was it was infamy. mom freaking out <laughs> but it was so entertaining to watch mom freak out yeah it so was that maintained the behavior in your environment well what well, the other thing too is that while mom was freaking out dad would be laughing oh yeah and That's that was it. that really... was that was great because i'm like because and, th and then it became the behavior i'm like oh it's fun to make yeah. oh we all think it's fun to piss yeah. mom off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yep, yeah. and yeah. that was the dynamic of her family for sure. Yeah, dad is just, our sleepy dad being yeah. like, and that's the thing. Like all we would do all day poop. long is just try and make dad laugh. Our sleep deprived dad who worked midnight oh, yeah. in a correctional facility. But if you got a mom laugh, you were like, all right, all right. Now we get here. Yeah. We go. Yeah. Uh, totally. Um, and so like 
for you, like being a comedian, you are operating on like only attention, well, usually only attention based functions of behavior so like if a joke if a joke lands you're like oh i'm more likely to put that joke in another set and if it of course if it crashes yeah. and burns you're like well i'm not gonna do that behavior well now i'm again. gonna try and uh not take my own life <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you're like yeah. well fuck that one forever you're, you're, you're like okay well yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna try and avoid that feeling forever. exactly yeah. um so like that's just like a little bit about behavior analysis so yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know yeah. uh, <laughs> Yeah, whereas, so for me, like, I'm working with people with disabilities um, using behavior analysis, but what I want to do is talk about sex. Well, that's, and so yeah, do you want to talk about what your thesis is? Sure. your thesis is really interesting. Thanks. And, uh, you know, when you hear it at first, people always assume it's controversial because yeah. of the stigma around sexuality. Totally. And but, and but it when the way you explain it, I'll let you explain it, but it's mm-hmm. just like it makes you feel like, oh, right, this is obviously... Yeah, and it just shows like how our society has created this problem. Well, because they make it very they they make uh they make it very childlike. Yeah. So then they, they can't they can't they they don't even give them the chance to develop. Yeah. In, so in, just to like give some context, so, like working with people with disabilities, often they are um, segregated when it comes to sex ed, or even just in the public school system. Um, there was a time where they were integrated into the classroom, but a lot of times they have their own classroom and they don't really talk about sex. And it's based on the idea that people with disabilities are childlike and they don't have these sexual urges. Well, they do. They've also gone through puberty. They also have hormones rushing through their bodies. They're all getting, you know, everyone get, gets horny they, when they're going yeah, through puberty. They, they get hard and wet just oh, like us. Oh, heck yeah. And then they don't have the social context to understand when it's appropriate, not appropriate to do so. Yeah, of course. It's, right? Uh, and um, I think, and I, but well, they... And that's the thing, but because there, there's no sexual education yeah. that properly fits that uh, that type of work. Yeah, and, I, and like for me, like what I'm doing, like it's all very individualized based on that person's level of functioning, their diagnosis. Um, so well, it's yeah. not like a one size fits all model anyway. No, you can't sit everyone down in a classroom. This is like, no, this is what it you would do, be this more what you don't like, do. okay, let's assess where you're at, what your knowledge is at. Like yeah. it also depends on the type of communication system you use. If you're able to verbally talk or, or if it has to be vocally talk, or... or if it's maybe you have a communication device or something of that nature, yeah. which it's all still doable. Everyone... Can still learn, but then um, couldn't you imagine the amount of jobs that that would that would flow that would mm-hmm. be, that that would be uh, that that this would create? Yeah, because because it's so individualized. Yeah, it would create so many opportunities for people to 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 teach. Yeah, totally. You know, like, and then that's how it works in most um, intensive behavioral centers. So, and that's what's being defunded by Doug Ford. So because he views it it's as, all he views. Uh, this is not a real thing. Well, no, n- not so much that. I mean, I think in his there was a long wait list when it happened, and he thought the best way to do that is just to give parents um, unallotted like allowance. But that allowance isn't enough for them to for no. a lot of them to receive. So anyways, we won't really get into that because it'll make me upset and sad. Um, but uh, basically, with just know that the the current conservative climate that is in our province in ontario yeah and how it's it's, not just defunding autism services it's it's education which obviously is like that's why there's strikes going on which i mean yes schools are shut down anyway so whatever but Um, it's just it's just the fact that not whatever he also is trying to make abortion illegal and uh he's also he's trying to take away like uh he uh what was it our uh uh, student debt or whatever or whatever. Oh, it's, yeah, we, yeah, we were, yeah. They were 
we were trying to eliminate student debt. Also fucked me over. And then he also, and then he just was like, no, I'm just kidding. School's going to cost money again. Took away like all the grants. You can't get um, any sort of like supporter fund or um, OSAP. You can't get OSAP if you're doing a master's. So if you're doing a master's, you just like, that's just 20,000 or however much yours is. It varies, but it's a lot of money. Anyways, also. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but just back to people with disabilities, yeah. a lot of times they um, engage in inappropriate sexual behavior that actually ends up getting them in a lot of legal trouble. Um, oh, of course. So the population that I worked with for when I was doing my thesis, I'm writing it still, So, but for 14 weeks I was in an unpaid placement. Um, and basically I worked with people who were not deemed, so they were deemed criminally responsible, but they're not appropriate to go to prison. Right. Right. And for a lot of them, they didn't receive sex ed. So it's more of a skill deficit. So they come to us and they're in these like maintenance homes where they're still on lockdown. Like they're not um, they have limited access to the community and they all and when when they go out, it's always with staff and they're heavily monitored and whatnot. But they're receiving behavioral services from us. So what I did is I ran a program. I like first like did a whole like sex ed assessment with the individual yep. and we determined their skill deficits and then I created a program and would run that with them right. and it was successful. They learned all the skills and then we do these like maintenance probes to see if it's maintained over time and then generalization probes to see if it's like they know it even if it's with different stimuli. Like I basically like show, whoa, I just hit the mm, mic. Fuck me. <laughs> I would basically show them a variety of images and I would say like, okay, like can you show me the couple that can have can conceive a baby together right right so then i would have an image of like an older couple maybe a gay couple and a same or and um uh heterosexual couple um because that was a skill he didn't have he he didn't uh didn't understand that like people who are same sex like can't conceive they can still have a baby together and i taught that as well they could adopt they could be a surrogate um but they couldn't conceive based on their anatomy or whatever um Yes, that was one of the behaviors. Well, because there's a so lot there was of, a bunch of behaviors. Well, because a lot of people think that they like a lot of people are just like, well, why would even we, why would we bother trying to teach health sciences? Yeah, and it's just the fact that like it's we, just it's we just completely it's it just completely that, ignored. Yeah, and within the assessment as well, it also focused on like uh, healthy boundaries, like consent, um, good touch, bad touch, which is basically it was talking about people being touched on consensually and how you obtain consent yeah. and that sort of thing. And Hey, high fives are totally cool, <clears throat> but butt slaps aren't exactly totally yeah, cool. Yeah, they're not cool. Not um, cool. Don't tap my butt, tap my hand. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's well, even don't what. even tap my hand if I don't want you to. Yeah, I can say no to that. I yeah. say no to high fives at Bangarang. Well, I say no to high, f- I say no to high fives, time. especially right now. Oh, yeah. Give me some of those elbow taps, buddy. On Saturday, so many Let's people were shoes. trying to, like, give me high fives. And I was like, are you yeah. not aware? Have you not seen the news? So many people Shoulder, tried to... Shoulder sh- or uh, elbows, baby. Someone tried to shake my hand. And I was like, and I was like, uh, no. And they're like, oh, you know what? I'm a nurse. I should probably know that. And I was like... Heck yeah. Buddy, let's tap shoes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not touching your fucking hand. Yeah. No, I love um, saying no to guys. There was a guy bothering me on Saturday. Everyone loves saying no to guys. Oh, I love it so much. And I love that I work in a place that promotes and allows that because I know a lot of places. I mean, I, I, a lot that, of women that sounded like a bad statement. What do you mean? I, I, I want just people to know that like as in say no to men. If you can. No, I know, but I just know that a lot. I've talked to a lot of women who've worked this. in place. No, they, who've worked in bars and restaurants, and they're too afraid that they're, you know, they have to treat the customer with such, you know, I'll not do anything at our for bar. the customer, but not our bar. Like we can, if I'm uncomfortable with a guy, he's out. He's and gone. I feel like as a female staff, that's such, uh, like it shouldn't be a privilege, but unfortunately it is. In a lot of places, well, girls work, that's something... and you know, they might get slapped on the butt, but they're like, fuck, like what am I gonna do? Like my boss doesn't give a fuck. Um, uh, and I know my does... bus 
does. Guess who does give a fuck? Give, give a fuck. Big Ray. Big old Papa. Yeah, Jacob. Papa gives also, a fuck. Like, I love any, kicking out guys. It's My it, favorite thing in the world is when I'm hosting and you're bartending and a guy will come up to me and you'll give me a look and then I'm kind of like, uh-uh. And you just come right over and you're like, hey, man, go away. Like, hey, sorry, <laughs> hey, sorry, man. Uh, Are you bothering her? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, we'll kick him out. Yeah. Uh, I feel very protected. Yeah. yeah. And even if it's not you, well, even and even not even not even protected, just like it's, it's supported, the, and, supported, and 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 you know, knowing that like, you know, if, if you're not feeling good, yeah, there there's there's a reason someone's doing that. Yeah, exactly. Someone's making you not feel good. Yeah, and it's the fact so that, that if they're the gonna, person, let's and there's probably a good chance that he'll do that again to somebody. Exactly, and if he's doing it to the staff, he's a hundred percent doing it to the fellow patrons. So there. let's do yeah. it. Let's kind of publicly shame him. Yeah. And tell him why. So maybe he won't do that again. And we, we punish his behavior and he learns, yeah. oh, well, that didn't feel good that when they feel told good me to get I, out yeah. and, and I offended a lady. Yeah. And maybe he won't do it again. Yeah. Maybe I won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, bangering's dope. Yeah. Um, like, uh, so right now, um, obviously, you're, 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 fin- you're in your last year. Remember last year, my last semester. So for me, I just finished my last presentation on Friday. It was actually on sexual deviation. Wow. So I talk about sex like 90% of the day. Yeah, you talk about sex all the time. All the fucking to time. To the point where uh, you do it in front of our grandparents and they go, all right. Yeah. But like. <laughs> I remember you were trying to, you, were, you got into an argument with our 90-year-old. She was being transphobic, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, she was. And I didn't She's agree. I didn't agree with anything she was saying. Yeah. She also wasn't even saying anything. Like, she, she wasn't saying that anyone was, anyone was wrong. She, she was, was just saying that, like, that doesn't exist. She was a very godly woman, and she's 90. But also love Nan. And Nan's like, amazing. She just, like, she just grew up in a different world, and I was trying to take the opportunity no, to teach. No, I know. Teach. But I was like, Em, she's 90. And you were like, 90. no, she's M, not going to She's 90. It. <laughs> it's Christmas. Just, unfortunately, with this situation... She's not, you're not going to change her mind. I know, but I believe that everyone can learn no matter how old they are. Oh, and I believe that too. But I think anyone who's 90, she won't even, she probably doesn't even remember. No, 100% no. She doesn't even remember. Yeah, I know. I just like think it's hard when someone says anything like. It's hard to bite your tongue. And you you shouldn't even have to. Or sexist or whatever. Like it's really, or racist. Like it's hard or xenophobic. It's hard for me to like just sit there and Man, listen how, to it how crazy is this, the amount of xenophobia right it's now so disgusting there's people like i hate going on twitter right now and i always hate going on twitter sure but right now i really hate it i don't actually have twitter oh but right tell me about it <laughs> emily one time emily i was oh my on my God. phone and i i i my twitter is the black uh <laughs> the black format uh and emily was like is twitter black now <laughs> Well, cause like, and I was I like, had you can do that with any app, Emily. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, like a power saving mode. I also don't have an iPhone. I have like a Huawei. Huawei. Um, and I haven't had Twitter since I was 13. We had to get it for like a Business civics. Class, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it was the only time I had it. And it was white and blue then. And now it's black and white. Well, you can do it. You can I was shocked. Or. You can I do either or. <laughs> I was stunned. I was like, did they change the whole like look? Did they revamp? Like, well, they have a couple times. Good for them. Anyways, just so your- unaware of what's going on. <laughs> tell me about Twitter. Twitter's fucked right no, now. No, yeah, like what just the amount happening? of just the amount of I I don't even want to repeat the things that I've mm, seen because mm-hmm. it's 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 pretty pretty gross. Which is pretty xenophobic. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of Instagram posts as well that are. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like you like, Eilish even said the other day she was like, I want to go get faux. Yeah. And then someone she was like with was like, uh, you're gonna get faux right now. <gasps> One faux is Vietnamese. Yeah. You even your even geographically, you, even your your racism is geographically wrong. Right. 
Uh, <laughs> you're arrogant because you're xenophobic, but you're also arrogant because you don't know geography. You don't know you 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 say yeah yeah like you're 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 being an idiot. Yeah. Uh, and also one, awful to yeah. Also, uh, it's chicken soup. Yeah. You what do you what do you, you, they don't get the the re- they don't uh, get the fucking ingredients. Yeah. From China. Yeah. They don't even get it from Vietnam. They get it from here. But also, like yeah, you, yeah, you're you're, you're yeah. you were wrong on so many levels. Yeah. Like. It's shocking because I'm like, you can't get it like that. No. They're just, they're just making food. Yeah. Like, you got to be out of your fucking minds. Yeah. If you're like, I'm not going to eat pasta or chicken fried rice until yeah. this is done. Yeah. Ugh. Shut up. And I was talking to one of our bartenders, Asia, who works at Fusion, right? Yeah. And she was Fusion. saying, what, what was it called? Oh, oh, yeah, no, Dasha. Dasha? Dasha is what they call it. What is it called? It's not, it's not called Fusion? I don't know a lot. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know hey, a lot. Hey, sometimes when I'm listening to people, I listen, but then I forget, like, really, like, I forget details, details, like, the name of the place that they work. But um, she said it's a, it's an, is it an Asian restaurant? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, I think, it, I think what you were trying to say, it's an Asian fusion restaurant. Yeah, I don't, anyways, um, so... <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, she was saying that uh, it's been dead, and she yeah. was like, it's strictly because of xenophobia. She's like, we haven't had any, like, the other day, we had, like, no customers come in. It's fucked. Yeah. People are, but, like, but, and you, I, you don't want to go eat, uh, you don't want to go eat food, but you're yeah. willing to go to a crazy busy bar. Oh, my God. You're ready to go to Bangarang and, and grind up on a bunch of people Especially during St. Patty's Day, the grossest holiday yeah. of the year. When everyone's been drinking all day and all their ambitions are lowered, and they are not washing their hands. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll be having chicken balls, but I think I'm going to have a Guinness and make out with an Irish guy. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, it's, it's definitely a weird time. So it it, where do you see uh, a lot of like, cause now a lot like with a lot of the lack of funding, I mean, you're, yeah. and I know it must be this. I'm not trying to provoke stress. No, no, no. But I've been obviously, thinking, no, you know, yeah. you're, you're thinking about getting a job. Like you're, you're, you're going to be finishing school, whether you go back or not. Like yeah. you want to start to find a job in your field. Yeah. I'm definitely going back because my partner is in Kingston and our family's in Kingston. Yeah. Um, so my plan is to apply. So there are some places in Kingston that look like they are, um, so, so a lot of like hiring was freezed in some, uh, centers that provide yeah, like course. autism services. So like where I want to start is, uh, working at an autism center for yeah. uh, behavioral services and then eventually get my master's maybe in sexuality maybe in behavior analysis and then one day maybe doing research and developing a sex ed curriculum to put in school well, that would or be something like that. that that's that's yeah. like that's the big goal right? that would be the big goal but for right now being like 23 i'm not gonna get my well, my big break right now well, so i'm see- gonna go and try and just get an entry level job well i think you need to fight for that because that's an incredible thing to fight for thanks uh but i think the other fight right now is mm. getting funding back in your i know in your field that it's shocking that when i heard all this i mean we literally like it's it's an ontario yeah trump we have yeah. an ontario trump we do he's he's shocking yeah uh but like that's like yeah it's just brutal to hear that like something uh, that important is just yeah and it's <sighs> Yeah, it does make me really sad. I was at the um, uh, the protest yeah. uh, that was, I guess it would have been like a year ago now. And there was so many like beautiful speakers that were talking from like parents to, to actual clients that received services. Mm-hmm. And this one girl was talking and she was like, this 
I'm speaking right now on this stage because of the services I provided. By you defunding this, I'm getting emotional. You're taking away like a kid's voice potentially. Like you know, that's a lot of kids learn to talk. And you're taking away you're taking away opportunities. Yeah, or learn for them to be independent. Learn for them to you know uh, be able to toilet by themselves to do basic things, and they can learn it. And by you doing this, you're preventing or blocking some kids from accessing it. Some kids are or for even joining like workforces. Yeah, like. Like, like it's, it's, and here's the thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a different style of learning Mm -hmm. and you're taking away an entire opportunity of a child just because you see it as money. (laughs) Well, and people see it as so much of a frustration or like, and for so many parents, unfortunately, it's a big fear Yeah, because it's it's a different life, but it's like, you know what? Uh, there should be, we should have implemented stuff years ago to try and to try and help because we understand it's, you know, you can't shy away from the fact that it's, it must, it, there is stuff that there are bigger difficulties. Yeah. But then there's also like, uh, the reason it's so difficult is because no one's given really an effort to make it more approachable and more, more accessible. Yeah. And I mean, but I mean, the strides that people have made in this field is insane. Oh yeah. And as well, like we've been talking a lot about like autism, but like, I also do want to like emphasize that like behavior analysis is also like, yes, it's principal behavior that like operates in everyone's day-to-day life like when you're growing up and you touch a stove and you're like oh that's hot i'm not gonna do that again like it's just like operants of how you learn yeah of course um or like you know i i i was a kid who needed a who i needed a blinder desk yeah i was a i was a horribly misbehaved child right not even misbehaved i had uh you know i had diagnosed add that my parent our parents said we're not gonna put him on yeah uh, medication because they're like he's a kid we're not gonna let him not be a kid uh, I think dad, dad and Sandy made, or dad and Giles, sorry. Mom dad and dad. And G- Tammy and Giles. Tammy and Giles. We've got so Mom many parents, it's so hard. I was like, Jay and Sandy. Yeah, yeah. Our step-parents. Step-parents. No. Uh, Mom and dad. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, I think they made the decision early on to not put me on medication because yeah. they were like, he's a hyperactive kid. Like, he doesn't... And it was something that they thought about a lot, which I really appreciate. I and it really, wasn't something that yeah. they were just going to be like, yeah, I mean, if that'll get him to shut up. But it, like, you know they, what I mean? And that's unfortunately, like a lot of parents are, and I, I empathize with them because they're just kind of like, oh, like it's really hard. Like I don't have the tools. And that's where Most like, parents don't. And that's where like a behavior analyst could step in and be like, we can do, like we do yeah. a lot of um, uh, models where we train people on how to implement behavior strategies. So you might come in, uh, come into the home, assess how the kid's behaving, what contingencies are maybe in place, why he's behaving or she's behaving yeah. or they're behaving the way that they are. And... Um, Jesus. And then you can teach the parents, okay, when this behavior happens, this is what you could try to do to help. And I'm not saying well, that medication should never be used, no, but you maybe you should try like arranging, you know, some behavior or parenting styles before yeah. you jump into like, let's put them on Ritalin. Well, yeah, let's put them on a chemical away from methamphetamine. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not, that didn't sound like a, you know, we've seen. And it might not even work. We've seen like you, you. There's lots of kids that are on like heavy medication, have awful side effects, and it doesn't even affect their behavior. Like you know what I mean? Well, look at and our still, still like, at our stepbrother. And he like horribly misdiagnosed. Yeah, horribly misdiagnosed. And this happens a lot. Happens like crazy. Yeah, and that's like where where where, where they they can't even identify what's going wrong because even the doctors sometimes are being lazy. And well, and it's not even that. Like I do blame some of it on the dsm because the dsm the diagnostic oh, right. manual yes. is very subjective so well, you and might it's read very it. it's very outdated 
Well, no, they do update it like every few years. But it's just the fact that it's so subjective in that you might read it and I might read it and we might have really different interpretations. Yes. And if um, different psychologists have different interpretations and different diagnoses. You're going to get different diagnoses. Even though the criteria is the same. And also, we would talk about this a lot in class. Um, like a kid could come and for that hour, they could hold it together and not get diagnosed. Right? Cause exactly if, like a blackout drunk person. Who yeah, it's just beer. like, you know what? Sure, I'm they could have just, just puked it. and fallen down the stairs, but they could just hold it together for 10 seconds and be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, could I get another, could I get another uh, course Banquet? Oh, yeah. And they turn around and they're like, exactly exactly and that's totally it or they could um just happen to like over exaggerate their their behavior like you you could come in and be like get attention or i don't know you could come in and be like hey my cat killed our my kid killed our cat the other day yeah and then they come in and they're like yeah well we didn't see him kill a cat in the hospital today so i don't think i think he's fine and not to like shit on psychology i think that it's a really important field and and that it's completely it's it's a really hard and it's and it's a growing field because constantly in and we live and we do live in a society and we do live in a society, my guy. <laughs> but constantly, society's changing. Yes. So yeah. It's, it's very, you know. That's a good point. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, and it, people and look and look at look at human beings sick going. Um, they, uh, I got a couple. Yeah. Um, but it's the same as like if people were using autism in a like in a negatory derogatory people way. People do. Right. And then so then eventually the community, the reason the word changed was because people who were actually diagnosed with that said we would we're really offended that this is happening. And advocacy groups and parent groups were kind of like, we would like to petition to to change this because it's negatively affecting our 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 kids or it's negatively affecting yeah, themselves. Yeah, of course. Um, so that's why it was changed. And that could happen with autism, too, because if people use it in a in a drug. Well, way. even and then it, and then disabled. That yeah. is. That that is now changed, hasn't it? Um, I mean, we still say developmental disabilities okay. or intellectual disabilities. Yeah, like that's the term that we used. So I think there are groups that say like I prefer not to be called as or an individual yes, of might course. say like yeah, I'd yeah, rather. Yeah. But also like when you're interacting with somebody, I'm never like, hey, you're disabled. Got, you're intell- you've an intellectual disability. I would never. I would call them by their name. I would yeah. ask them what their pronouns are. Like you know. Yeah. Well, it's it's almost like being refer. No one's going to refer to you. No, shouldn't you? Really shouldn't you? Really shouldn't. But I also understand maybe that's not what they want their diagnosis to be. They're like, I'd rather yeah. my diagnosis. Well, because you're almost your diagnosis for someone like 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 in those situations. Yeah. It almost like it becomes your pronoun. Yeah. It where you have where you have to yeah. be like you know what that that's not. Yeah, it can really affect people's self esteem. It can affect, it can really affect you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry. Like what I was saying about psychology, I don't think that's, um, I think that psychologists do really cool stuff and they really help a lot of people. And oh, and I'm, I, think I, that I, I want just... you to know that I'm just talking to my ass. I'm literally <laughs> kind of talking like an idiot being like, uh, can you confirm this or deny this? Yeah. And also like, I'm also an undergraduate student. I only have we're a limited ab- yeah. amount of knowledge. We're young and fiery. We're... We want the world to change, but I'm sure when we're 40, we'll be like, yeah. And I don't know about you, but I'm sweaty. When I get talking and passionate about stuff, oh, buddy, I I'm... sweat. Why do you think so I wear bad. I record every episode in my swim trunks. That's so smart. Because I have to, because it gets yeah. so hot. I'm wearing not breathable pants. Yeah. You're wearing <laughs> cool pants though. Thanks. And a Duran Duran Dur- shirt. Uh-huh. I'm living. Uh, You're hungry like the wolf, huh? Yeah, 80s, sweating, sweating like the wolf. Eighties realness is what I'm realness. always going for. Yep. Do yeah. Want to talk about Drag Race? Sure. I'm sad that you're not watching it because we could talk. About, have you heard well, about Cherry Pie? No. Did you and Katie talk about this the other day? No. 
Okay, well, okay. I, I haven't started I have, watching the new season yet. I hope I have the details right, and I'm sure people who, who've watched Drag Race are aware of this, but basically one of the contestants, who so far has done really well, yeah. um, was found to have uh, presented themselves as like a casting director online and kind of catfished these young people uh, people who were actors and made them do awful stuff online in hopes that they would get a casting part. So the person pretended to be uh, a female casting director and, and got them naked on camera. And for one person, she like they made them like masturbate on camera, like a bunch of fucked up shit. So they've been disqualified. Fair. Fair yeah. enough. So I have a feeling though they made it to top four and top four, like um, like they don't know the winner yet because they do that no, live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, Cherry Pie's doing really well. And, like, she has a lot of screen time. And, like, you can't really? not, when you watch it, you can't not be like, you're such a creep. Really? Because, because knowing what you know, you're just kind of like, fuck. Like, wow. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Uh, but they couldn't throw out the whole season because so many amazing queens are on this season. They work so hard, and why should they, well, they should never, be punished yes, for this one person's shitty behavior? Do you think, do you think if they should re-release it with a disclaimer being like, you know, so knowing they, what we know now? They released a, a couple statements, and, and, and the the communities, they're aware. Everyone's I mean, aware. And, but here's the thing. Like, I'm not going to shit on, on the show because they, they didn't, didn't fucking know. know. Yeah. And, they didn't know. And when they knew, immediately, they released a statement. They said that she's disqualified. She's not going oh, I don't to the think, reunion. Yeah, I don't think, think Rue's going to stand for that. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah, that's fucked. But there's, aside from that, and it's unfortunate because when you talk about Drag Race, everyone's talking about this, but there's so many cool drag queens on this season. Yeah. I am having a great time watching. I won't... You plan on watching it? Yes, we 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 we, we, got watch, hey we watch we watch every season. Yeah, um, it's cool. I've also I'm really into reality TV right now. What do you think about All Stars? Love All Stars. I like what All if... Stars too, but there's something about it that feels uh, just kind of thrown together. Interesting. I feel like I it just, just love... doesn't it doesn't have as much. Uh, it feels like. Uh, it feels like a summer project that Rue put together. Like is it like because Rue, there isn't like, like Rue, a... Rue has the school year where she where she does. Drag race. Yeah. And then when she has a month off in the summer, she's like, I'll do All-Stars. I think All-Stars is, I really enjoy it more than regular Drag Race. Really? Because Drag Race on steroids and everyone has had time to refine their drag. Yeah. And become like even better. They've learned from the mistakes they made in their life. There's a redemption as well. So from people who maybe didn't present very well on the show, they can they have, have their a second chance, chance to, you know. Um, and also I like when they bring queens back from like season like one, two, three. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like these queens that um have been on a while and they really like, had like a decade almost to, to well and then think about where drag has gone since mm. drag race has started oh my god <coughs> sorry i just had to sip my white claw yeah we are sipping white claws we're right sipping now. white claws we got a bunch um, yeah i started to stock up yeah oh boy uh, um but yeah it looks like street uh street drag like it's like drag back in the oh, first yeah, season. Oh yeah, the first season it's it's just completely it's different. It's not very glamorous. No, it's completely no, different. But that's what what it was and now it's refined and I remember when I first found out about drag when I moved here. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh it it's even that scene is completely different now. Yeah, totally. I the agree. Toronto scene is huge. Oh yeah. It's still it's not as big as other places but it's definitely I don't know. I think it's pretty big. It's pretty big. Do you hear about Cruising Tangos? Oh, I know, but there's a petition. Is there? To, yeah, 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 yeah. So for people who one of our heard, favorite like, drag bars yeah. is now uh, being bought by a condo. Yeah, but like I think they're trying. They're going to try and get uh, uh, a historical. Uh, like it's going to be a hist- historical venue. 
Really? Which would be really so, cool. Yeah, I've just, I mean, it's so popular there. It's shocking that that would even happen because like every night they've got, it's packed. Like last time I went to Cruise and Tango, it was so packed. Yeah. Um, But there's a lot of people in the community who are like petitioning to, to save it. Of course. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, so we've talked about school. Yeah. We've talked about drag. Yeah. But you would you ever do drag? I would love to do drag. Be a drag. But would- I I don't know if, like, I know Ruth says, like, everyone can do drag. I just, I don't, don't know. Don't feel bad because you're, you're. Because I'm a lady. You're a lady. Yeah. Well, there's drag kings. Even if you wanted to be a drag queen as yeah. a woman, you can. I'm a very, like, it's about, feminine it's, well, person. Like, I like to feel pretty. I like to do my hair. I like to wear dresses and skirts. Yeah. But there's something. When I dress a little bit more androgynous, I feel powerful as fuck. I also feel powerful in a skirt, mini skirt, it's and, so, like, isn't high it so knee, funny? like, you know, boots. But The outfit you're wearing right now, yeah. a band t-shirt tucked into a cool pair of, like, dress pants. More androgynous. More, I would say more mask, for yeah. sure. Uh, but when I do that, it feels more femme. Right, but like when I wear like, well, because I do high waisted, yeah. and then I tuck it into like a like a like a big, like a puffy top, right? And it's all of a sudden that becomes more, Feminine. more femme. So like this, this, it's it's definitely where it's like, uh, it, it's weird how it changes, yeah, depending on what your typical style is. Or I what agree. Your, I think it changes on your typical and the way you style. carry yourself. When I when like or where if I wear like, like more of like a like a button up, yeah, and I like I I like let my chest flow out and yeah. i have it tucked in like that's more feminine. that but feels if I, that feels more feminine but if i wore a button up i would feel a lot more masculine yeah yeah so it just it totally depends on your personal style. and i dress like very feminine normally so i think yes. when i just even just wear jeans people are like oh you know yeah it's it's very well now we're getting into a yeah in, into a gender and uh do you want to go into that <sighs> i've got opinions do you want to talk about sexuality sure you're bi i'm bi are you are you're 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 out this isn't your coming out, right? No, no. no, hey, no you told no. you told you told mom and dad. A while I ago. told mom pretty early on. Um, I think I told mom when I was actually like with a girl. Right. And yeah, yeah. I told dad about a year ago, and I told Keegan at the same time. And mm. Keegan's my best friend. How how did and how did I, Keegan feel? So, she felt Were really you? hurt that I didn't tell her. Yeah. And I get it because, like, she wasn't the first to know, and I think for her, like, we are best friends and. I think she was just really surprised yeah. that every, like the people that knew who knew and she didn't like, and I understand that like if she yeah. told me tomorrow something really big about her personal life and it's like, how did I not know as your best friend? I'm pretty um, sure you told me and I was like, huh? Yeah. Cool. I don't, yeah. I was like, all right. Well, yeah. And I knew that you and mom. I was like, I was like, I also like chicks. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, yeah, people fuck people. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that, I think I like was always attracted to both, but like, um, yeah. I remember when I was in like middle school, like always staring at girls' butts. Yeah. Like oh, constantly yeah. staring at girls' butts, and I was like, oh, does this mean I'm gay? And not really understanding, but I'm like, but I also like this boy, and not having the dialogue. Or You're like, like, I like girl butts and boy butts. What yeah. am I supposed Which, to do? I feel like Tina yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, Tina yeah, from Tina Bob's from- Burgers. I was her for Halloween, but actually, her obsession with butts, me. Yeah. Like. Anyway, so I told dad and he was so understanding and kind. Um, and I just told him, I was like, you know, maybe don't talk to Sandy about it until I feel comfortable. Well, yeah. It's... But she, I think she knows now. She yeah. just has like slightly different views on it. Not that she's at all like homophobic. I think no. she just, she also has said like, you know, like you love who you love and whatnot. But I'm currently with a boy. You're currently with a boy. I've been with a boy for uh, this boy. You've been, you've, been with, you've been with Cam forever. I've been with Cam, so... Isn't love great? 
looks so sick. I'm very interested to, to, I think, a lot of people who aren't educated on bisexuality. Yeah. Or bi, pan. Sure. Uh, like, uh, is, is having uh, a heterosexual relationship. A, a, cis, a cis relationship. Being, yeah. And then people are like, uh, you know, don't understand that like, people were like, well, is he jealous all the time that you always want to bang girls? And oh it's like, God. no. It, no, yeah. I'm not, I'm not like, it's so funny how when, uh, he'd be when, jealous if I like, well, was doing that with anybody. Like, yeah. He'd be pissed off if, if you were like trying to fuck all anybody, other people all yeah, the time because yeah. you guys, uh, have, are, are, you're, you're in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just funny how, uh, how people, uh, just assume like, mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, now there's double the chance that you're going to cheat on me. Yeah. Or just people like, I haven't experienced that as much. I've more experienced people being like, well, then you're not really bi. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like whatever relationship you're in, that's what you get but classified you've been, as. you've been in. But yeah, even being in like a, a same-sex same sex relationship, relationship, I think people also assume like, oh, that means you're just gay. You're just gay. Right? Or you're just lesbian or whatever. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a, <laughs> well, how, how, how does Cam feel about it? He doesn't feel any way about it. Yeah, he's it. Like, he's super. He's, he's, he, he just, just loves supportive? me, and I just love him. And yeah, uh, we've talked. We talked about it earlier on in our relationship. Um, and I think we had one conversation where I kind of said to him, like, yeah, like you know, like I think like I said a girl was hot, and he was like, well, that's kind of hot. And I was like, right, but I was like, you wouldn't think if it was hot if it was a boy. And like since that conversation, right? And I wow, was, yeah, yeah, that definitely. Yeah, we had that conversation pretty early on. Um, and how did he how did he feel about that? He was kind of like, oh, and I was like, yeah, and I was like, I shouldn't have made that comment. Like that was wrong of me. Well, no, but it is something that you're like, like because, I should have been because like, because also it it you know it, you don't want to be fetishized. Fet- yeah, is fetishized. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you know like, well, it's like you should think that it's hot both ways then. Right. Well, like, or and you know what? And my to... thing is like, I shouldn't have been like gawking that's a, that's at anybody yeah. in front of my partner. I mean, I, I'm on the side it's where versus I'm like, like, okay, like if we were like both of them were like, wow, that's a really attractive person. But well, it was just, I should I talk about it, whoever we think is attractive. Yeah, like it's, it's, I think it depends on the context. But he is because that's based off of like your own self confidence and stuff. Like yeah, that. that's, that's that's another. And I had like a kind of like visceral reaction when he said that. But like, I think he was just coming from a place of like. Well, and it's also like you know, it's and I don't think he was ever fetishizing me. I think it was more just him being like, oh, like. And it's also him being honest. Yeah. Him being like, that is, that's attractive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's a tough thing. And like, you know, I, I, I won't uh, shy away from like, you know, I identify as a cis male. Yeah. But you know, there's been times in my life where, you know, I don't need to explain my relationships or anything, but yeah. uh, I've, I've definitely had, uh, you know, there's same sex uh, relationships. Yeah. Um, but I would... Instead of going out of my way and being like, I'm bi or pan, because I think my, and Eilish and I have talked about this mm-hmm. in relationships a lot, you know, I think our mentality, mm-hmm. and I think, I, and I don't want to butcher this because I don't want to say the wrong thing, Yeah. but I think, because pan, pansexual is, it's, you, you, you're attracted to everybody. You're attracted to, so yeah, like, regardless like, of someone's gender a tra- identity. A, tra- a trans, a trans man, a trans, like a trans, sure. like, like a, a gay couple. Regardless like it's, of how somebody identifies, you just fall in love with people or you're attracted to people. Exactly. Regardless of the form or whatever they And I know in. I have pan listeners. Mm. Uh, and, you know, pan. I also hope I haven't butchered this. No, no. And that's, that's, it's a conversation that you need to have to, yeah. to understand it more. Uh, you know, I have, I have, I have pan listeners, bi listeners. Like, I, I'm not trying to. 
Right. Yeah, I've I've uh, 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 non-identifying. You have a listen- wide like, range of listeners. Wide range of listeners, and I don't, and that's and they're my listeners are really good. Yeah. At you know keeping me educated. I think that's so important. And, and I, I think, think also and, just being and, and willing and, to, to be like, oh fuck, I said the wrong thing, and I'm really gonna try and be better. And 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 to, and to have people be like, you know what, I, I that's this isn't this is actually what it is. And people and, being and not and not to enough. make someone feel bad, but to be like, I, I want to educate you. Yeah. And then you go. Thank you. Like I am someone who's putting my I'm putting my ideas out here to be to be heard by a lot of people, and yeah. I that's what I want. And also, especially if someone says something that's offended you, and being patient enough to say, "Hey, like I just wanted to let you know this is the actual appropriate way," versus like I think a lot of people have like a visceral reaction of like you've said something that is wrong and it's hurting me, and it's reminding me of how like in this society I've been hurt before. Yeah. So I think it's so cool when people take the time to. To educate and yeah. you know that's it's not your responsibility no. to to educate this cis yeah, yeah. cis people about exactly. about you know no yeah it's um, it's it's I I'm here you tell me you guys you you yeah I'm I'm putting my ideas out there because I am someone who's who's I'm I'm trying to learn mm-hmm. um so educate me because I don't live the same experience as you do yeah. so I would like to know and you know what's uh, really cool like I feel like our parents are really good our at parents that. did the best did one of the best jobs at yeah but even like them as individuals now like i remember talking to my mom after like i did a gender class uh, mm-hmm. elective a couple like a year ago and i remember like after class talking to her about intersex individuals and how they have had such like when i learned about it in class i was so emotional and just so sad like we were in class talking about people's experiences when they had a more ambiguous genitalia and they would mutilate their genitalia so there's so if a woman or it's not not a woman but if the baby was born with an enlarged clitoris they're likely to cut off the clitoris and there was one woman's experience who identifies as a woman now and she's never had an orgasm because she had an enlarged clitoris and they said john hopkins said in a quote in like the 60s sorry i'm going on a rant no it's okay um they said it's better in society to have a woman to have no clitoris than for a man to have a small penis and they're such a binary thing right and it also is fucked because if they hadn't done that there'd be so much more ambiguous genitalia in our society there still is and it would be normalized it would be be fine but it's the fact that like Parents who, you know, they, they've given birth and then you find out, you know, your baby has ambiguous genitalia and they they don't know what to do. They want to do the right thing for their kid. Well, and the doctor's and telling you, society's not going to accept this kid. We need to do this procedure right now. And they are also... Like, Most of society's not going to see it because the kid's going to be wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> kid's going to be wearing clothes. What but do you mean they're not going to accept it? It's also it? the fact that, like, um, our society's changed a lot since then in that we were less... You know, we're more open to less of a binary. But I was so mad. And because it also just shows how in society we devalue women's pleasure in so many oh. facets. And that we'd rather have a woman not be able to orgasm than have a man who has a small penis. And that exactly. like made me so mad. So I called my mom on the phone. I was like, mom. I was like in tears. I'm like, mom. They're talking about like intersex people in class. And she's like, who's that? And I'm like, people who have like ambiguous genitalia. And she was like, oh, you know, like... um. What did she call it? Hermaphrodites. And I'm like, that's actually not the proper term. Yeah, Can I tell yeah. you about the proper term? <laughs> <laughs> tears. Trying to educate your fucking mother. Well, um, I know that you're not. I just wanted to just let like, you know, like, yeah, it's like that. But can I just tell you the proper terms? Yeah. But, yeah. But um, also, like, it is, it's it's insane. Like, uh, uh, you know, it, it just shows, like, the, the vibrator came from uh, people trying to cure hysteria, which um, in the, back in the day yeah. was just... Was just men being like, "Can you get her to shut the frack up?" Oh, and yeah. then they were like, "Yeah, let's try and make." And them... you know what's so funny? Like women would I think line we'll up just because... make them come. Yeah, and then women would be like, <laughs> "You know what? 
I'm actually That's gonna, insane. You know what? I'm feeling pretty hysteric today. Maybe I'll go come. Like yeah. I'm feeling a little whack. Let me Also, I could just I imagine I would love to come today. Let I ah, Can you just imagine no. the lineup being like being like that like if I was a woman, I would just I would just be like like after it was done, I'd be like I would just start screaming again, being like, I'm gonna need another yeah. one. <laughs> Line it up again, fellas. All warmed up, baby. <laughs> um, yo, totally, yeah. Uh, I, love the vibrator. It's love a great, the magic what a, wand. What a great tool. Love the Wee Vibe. Shouting out to all my favorites. Go for it. <laughs> you, you go for it, Em. Wee Vibe Tango. My, my sexually proud sister. We you Vibe go Tango for it, buddy. is great. And uh, Wee Vibe Touch. And they both have an app where yeah, you yeah, yeah. can control the vibration. So, like, I'm in a long-distance relationship. And, like, it, we haven't actually I, done this. But if he downloaded the app, he could, like, you know, I could be masturbating. And he could, like, fuck around with the intensity and shit. And we could be uh, Skyping. And, hey, it's... I'm your brother. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'm your brother. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm your brother. And sometimes I don't need to know. Yeah, but also... No, no, it's all good. And I'm proud of you. <laughs> and I'm so proud of you. But the details. No, I know. The details. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying for the listeners. If hey, listen- unfortunately, I'm, I'm the, the only, only one, one listening here. at the moment. <laughs> this will be released later. I'm talking to all them in my mind. They're not listening yet. In my mind, In real time, I'm listening right now. <laughs> Stop talking about that. Uh, and I'm proud that you're coming. That's great. They- but I don't want to know the details. But yeah, I think women in society should um, should come. Yeah, pe- everybody women should, should come. come, not just women. And also, men, put everybody. in your fucking work. Put yeah, in the, or not. Generally, generally, if you're if you're one of those guys, if you're say, in a heterosexual relationship, and you and you're not going down. Yeah, or if you're not if you're not warming if you're, up, if you're not touching the clip. Hey, if you're not trying to learn. Yeah. Because hey, every every and if you have to every ask, vagina is different. And if you have to ask if she came, she didn't come. Yeah. Like you'll know. Yeah, I mean, sorry, it's it's good to check in. It is good. But you also, should check in. Always check. You in. You should check in, but I mean, also don't ask like at the end. Like maybe don't like, just go in and out and be like, "Was that good?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be like turned over in your bed like after you've just jizzed everywhere and be like, "So did you come?" Like and already be done. And you won't learn unless you try. Yeah. Um, and, and that's also, and that's a, and it's a scary thing. And I and think also, we're don't getting, be afraid to tell your partners like, hey, like I actually like it like this. Like it took me a long time to be like, you know what? That's not doing it for me. Yeah, I, and it took a long time good. to get the confidence to do that. Yeah. But it's worth it. Oh, it's way better. And they feel better when they when they yeah. get there. You know, when you make someone else come. What an amazing time! Wow. Yeah. What is it? What it does for your confidence? And you go. You're like, I'll give up. I'll give up my own orgasms oh, yeah. to do that for you yeah. any day of the week. And you feel empowered. You're like, I provided that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Uh, it is just, yeah. <laughs> Coming's how you fix the world. But, it is. And uh, I think that with the coronavirus, everyone's going to be coming all yeah, the time. Yeah. A lot of coronavirus babies. COVID, oh, my God. COVID-19 I was talking babies. To, I was talking to Skrigar about that, too. Yeah. Like, people, we're going to tell a lot of kids, like, yeah, you were made when there was a virus and everything yeah. was There's a lot of you people who are making podcasts. I'll tell you that for free. Oh, yeah. Podcasts oh, totally. and kids. Yeah. I mean, uh, you've recorded two this week. Yeah. yeah, I'm on a roll, and I was I was slacking. I was, mm. I've been I've I've been slacking. Oh, you're good. You're a regular uh, uploader. Uh, but yeah, back to the the thing I was talking about with a uh, having a pan uh, a pan mindset. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Kind of being, no, really don't worry. That. We've gone off. We, we always go off the rails in here. Yeah. The rail. Sorry. The hey, listen, Em. The, the the train is always moving. On the podcast and the, oh, on yeah. MFP on the Mr. Friendship podcast, the train is always moving. But sometimes it goes on a different set of track. And you know what's so funny? When and Jacob sometimes you were in- like, sometimes you were like, oh, that was my stop. But hey, it's okay. 
What's so funny? Because the train's getting the train's moving, and you're gonna get off at a different stop, and you're gonna be like, oh, I didn't know I wanted to be here. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna get another train too. I don't care. And in a way, you kind of get derailed, which is a plug for Jacob's old band for when he was in high school. Sure was. That was the name of my old band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is there nuggets in here? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and is there has there been nuggets in this episode? Yep, there has been. As uh, there absolutely has been. Uh, and we got Irish yeah. coming back in, but uh, pan mindset. I was having a pan mindset, and Irish and I have both talked about this, but like uh, not falling in love with a gender, falling in love yeah. with a person, and I think that's an important mindset. Well, not even a mindset. That's just something how we both feel and i remember you know, when i told you about like my sexuality and you said that phrase that like you fall in love with someone's person not their gender not the way that they look and yeah. i was like that's such a beautiful way to talk about love in any capacity like whether, whether it's a friendship yeah. and it, like yeah. it's it's important to to you know it's no, it's none of my business mm-hmm. who comes because of who <laughs> you know yeah i you could be out there making yourself come. none of my, it's none it. of my business you can be and asexual. For, exactly. You don't, you don't want to come interested. at all. I don't care. Uh, but I fall in love with people. Yeah. Uh, and I fall in love with Eilish Brown. Mm-hmm. She's I a love, love She's a love of my... Yep, yeah, there you go. And anyone who watches Love I, or Love is Blind, my boyfriend looks just like the Cameron. He does. He looks exactly like Cameron. So if you want an idea of what my boyfriend is, oh, heck yeah, he looks like the Cameron off yep. Love is Blind. He looks exactly He's like him. He's a ginger like him. He stands like him. Yeah. He like literally... When they have I the same saw, build. It's so... <laughs> Spooky. And you look nothing like the girl. Lauren? That, Lauren. No. No. My friend was like, yeah, like, but you, your because personality Lauren, is like Because Lauren her. is black and you are see-through. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am. And you are. <laughs> Do you know what? It's, yeah, I am very. And you are translucent. I am very white. However, I've been, this is awful, and I do not promote this. What? And it's probably good that the gyms are closed, but I've been tanning more recently. Well, I used to have to self-tan because of my, my, my acne was so bad. Yeah, I remember. I had such cystic acne. But it's really good now. Um, yeah, we're doing better. But uh, I'm less white, uh, like less translucent. But it's probably good that the gyms close because I was going too much. Me, too much. Too much. Too much. And I shouldn't do it at all. No, they're not great. No, they're not great. Uh, no, yeah, I, uh, well, it's so funny how uh, as kids, mm-hmm. you were, you would burn and I would cook. Like I would, yeah. I, I would get so bronzed. And you would step in the sun for one second, and you would be a, you would be a red delicious apple. And when you look at Tammy and Giles, mom is tans beautifully. She's got lovely mom, olive mom, skin. She's mom, a goddess. Mom looks, mom looks like a fucking like a beautiful leather bag. And dad's a baby. And dad's and a big a giant bald, baby. White baby. He's just a big giant baby with a and, goatee, and the top of his head. Yeah. Like blisters. Yeah. In the sun. So does mine. So when Cameron and I went to Cuba a couple weeks ago, um, my my skull was burnt, and Cameron's like, "We gotta get you a hat. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get you a little he was bucket like, hat." Oh, yeah. M, can we get you a hat? And I'm like, "I don't want to wear a hat, Cameron." He's like, "Oh, M, You're I just looked at your to. head. We need to get you a hat." Oh, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've we've really covered a a lot here. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? Are you I feeling feel good? good? Yeah. How do you feel? I feel great. Good. I feel like you and I could also just talk. Forever. forever yeah uh yeah it's so interesting because uh you know this is a this is a friendship podcast mm-hmm. uh but you are truly my uh my best friend because we've we've known yeah. each other our whole lives our whole lives well well i've known my, my whole life uh yes you two I've years known, you didn't yes. know me there was two years that i uh, well there was only 18 months you didn't know me and for nine of those months you were aware that i was gonna come soon yeah that's true yeah. you were gonna mom was gonna shit you out yeah and you were a great big brother. I was. And you still are. 
Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Oh, thank you, like, for having me on. No, like, I don't. I don't. Okay, well, we're not done. We're yet. not done yet. Okay, no. so sorry, so sorry. I'm just trying to shoot you a compliment. Oh. <laughs> In my mind, it's like okay, also, okay, bye then. Okay. It's so funny this that we we called Dean earlier, and yeah. Dean does a great impression of you. I want to almost call him up to do it right now. <laughs> you should have recorded him doing do you, it. Do you mind if I? No, I don't mind at all. If I call him don't up call and, him. And, and I and I get him to do the impression, because. <sighs> Hey. I don't know if I've been like that today, though. I am well, like that. Well, you know what? You just were, you just did it because I was like, "Oh, we're not done yet," and you went, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry." <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you know what? Like, just back to like our friendship. I think it's been like so cool working with you. Oh like, yeah, like being able oh, to yeah. see you every week. Like, I just think that that's like a really cool thing that not a lot of people get to work with their siblings. No, exactly. Yeah, I would I would hire you anywhere in a second. Thanks. Buddy. Or Colin Dean. Here we go. You got. Hey, but <laughs> hey, buddy, we're we're on the podcast right now. Oh yes, thank God. I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I just we were just talking about your great impression of Emily. Yes, please. Could could you do it for for the listeners? Of course, I could. So, uh, where so, do you want me to start? So imagine that uh, uh, we're closing a bangerang. <laughs> okay. And uh, you've just said something that I'm now gonna make fun of really hard for the next like ten minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. No, 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 no. She started. Take out, take out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take out. No, don't. You can't say no. Oh my God. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. That's it, you go. All right, that was a that was a solid four minutes of that. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty spot on. Well, that is pretty spot on, buddy. Well, thanks for thank. Hey, uh, uh, uh we will. Oh my god, now. that's Goodbye, it. Dean. Thank you, thank you, Dieter, uh, for uh, calling in. Uh, you called me. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> No, it is spot on, and I especially love the one day that he did it in the office, and he was on the floor like kicking around. Yeah, he was like that was pretty. Well, because we always do the impression where we get every time we go ah ah ah, <laughs> we always get smaller and smaller until uh, you're just lying on the floor, just like shaking. Ah, oh ah, I'm sorry. Ah. I do. Yeah. Well, you and I both crumble from the spine. Mm-hmm. At uh, at <laughs> you and I are such people pleasers. It's insane. Oh my god. Yeah. Like all I want to do is make sure everyone's okay. Like if it, all if the it was time. for the greater good, and I gave you a gun. Yeah. To go kill somebody, you'd be like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, yeah. But oh, I, uh, I, don't, I don't really want to. But yeah, whatever. So we need. As long as like we're still friends, yeah, then yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm invited Can we over still later. Hang out? Yeah, Can we yeah. Still- <laughs> well, I'll be back. Oh, oh that's my God. funny. Yeah, I. Uh, where do you think that comes from with our parents? Um, like they're very apologetic, and like that's the thing yeah. when. When I look back at our childhood, I feel like the two most popular like phrases in our house was. I'm sorry, and I love you, which I think oh, is so yeah. sweet. It's great. Because it taught us But it's like, almost like, I'm so sorry that I love you so yeah, much. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sorry, but like, not at the same time. But you know what I mean? Like, we said I love you constantly, and yeah. we were constantly saying sorry. And it was from like a basic principle that they taught us that like, respect everybody around you and respect yourself. Oh, and yeah. Well, they, they taught me that really quick. My dad totally. was basically like, you're, uh, you're going to have a sister, and yeah. uh, she's going to be a girl. Yeah. And you respect women in this house. Because yeah. he was like, because a lot of people in my growing up did not respect women. Yeah. And so you're going to do that, all right? And I was mm-hmm. like, and, I was, and J- dad's the 
he's the size of a mountain of bowling balls. So yeah, I was like, like, all I was right, like, yes, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's pretty heavy for a two-year-old, I, I but just, I got and then, it. And then you just came out and I just was like, I'm, uh, I'm just going to kiss her on the forehead. <laughs> and I, was, um, I was like, she's a good girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for like context with dad, like he grew up in a really fucked up situation, up situation where his mother was abused and he witnessed that. And, and he was and so he, respectful of women. And um, Well, that's something I grew up with really in and it's still something i'm learning yeah. mm. but no I, but you're like you and dad are the most respectful men i know and, and we're also you just give very emotional for, and, yeah. and, and available and yeah um but a really quick story like okay so you know how dad sings you got to keep your head up by tupac to the girls yeah so there's a verse like there's a part where like they're saying and it's like um ooh child things are gonna get brighter Better. yeah yeah he sings that to the little girls the two girls that they're adopting yeah. all the time yeah and i was listening to that uh it came on my spotify playlist and i started bawling because uh-huh. in the song he's talking about like we gotta stop raping our women we gotta we gotta be kinder to our women and it's talking about like single moms and the hardship they've gone through and i was like oh my god when dad listened to this song in the 90s he was a product of like a um a single mom whose dad left and he was just like so about respecting women and he sings this song to the two little girls in his life yeah because like, he, was so, he saw he saw when, the I, heart. when i put that oh, yeah. together and like listened to the lyrics of the song and it was talking about you know like it's hard for a son to realize like why his dad left and all this stuff and i was well, like and then this he has and then he so has so much to dad and then he has two more dads after that yeah that uh don't leave and treat his mother horribly yeah uh and he couldn't do anything but watch yeah. which must have been so, so terrifying as yeah as a young man so and and a lot of people don't come out of that that way Respecting a lot of women yeah, a yeah. lot of people come out that way either learning that behavior or being so frustrated and taking that out yep uh but what he learned, because our grandma is the most amazing woman our granny, in the world. I, I want to have Granny on the podcast. She's oh, incredible. he would. She would. That'd be amazing. Um, but she has instilled in him so many like amazing values and like just the the. She's just so great. She's just so cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just like recognizing like this song means so much to Dad, and uh, yeah, I yeah. just got really emotional. And also, there's a line in it where it talks about how like men can't have babies so they have no right to tell women where and when to make the babies oh yeah and i was just like oh that's so good that's such a good line that's like shit we're still fighting for right yeah. now oh, tupac uh, was such a sister. yeah he had he had some issues but he was a he had some good ideas but his he's he's phenomenal yeah uh it's his messages and his songs are yeah, really there's sick. some there's some, that's yeah it's a really good it was a really idea. empowering thing uh yeah it was i was definitely very lucky to have the to have the father i did yeah uh, mother we did oh my god yeah yeah well my mom my yeah my mom uh, our mom our mom <laughs> that's our a mom. classic sibling thing you mean our mom you mean our mom yeah uh, she had both of us uh, asshole yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then i'm like uh, i heard she didn't i heard you were adopted yeah. <laughs> i heard you were dropped off by the You're fucking like, store i heard you were sh- i'm yeah. adopted and nope yep I'm the real child. Yeah. You're the fake one. And then I go up to dad and be like, Jacob hit me. And yeah. then he'd yeah. be like, the worst thing you could do Home, in the world. And I would never, ever do it. No. And Emily would just sit in the back and just go, ow, yeah. Jacob. <laughs> dad and would I, turn right around and be like, Jacob, Jacob, like pull over the car right now. Jacob, what did you just do? Did, did you, do? you just hit your sister? And I was like, I did nothing. And then eventually I'd be giggling in the back and I'd be like, no, dad, I'm just joking. And he'd yeah. be like, Emily, that's fucked. That's not okay to do. Also, yeah. I very much curved the behavior of like, oh, yeah. you do not. Dad was like, you almost ruined your, your, your brother's, brother's life. life. Yeah. <laughs> you do that. You ruin lives. And I was like, oh, sorry. You're sorry. He said I was adopted. He said I was adopted. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but I didn't hit her. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, you can't ever say that joke to the two girls that are going to be our sisters, that are our sisters, that, that are, are going to be adopted. That are adopted. That will be a funny joke. No. Yeah, well, you guys are adopted. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there won't be any like, no, sweetie, you're not adopted. It's... Like, okay, well, now we have to Jacob, have a fucking we were, conversation. Jacob, we were going to wait until we were they were planning on, older. We were planning on telling them next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I uh, I definitely appreciate it. And I, I appreciate everything you did for me growing up. Oh, what, what did I do? Oh, just protecting me. Oh, I was, I, You protected I was, me, buddy. Uh, I was a little guy. Yeah, but... No, I know. I, I'm, I'm just fucking around. Yeah. Is I was you were you were always taller than me until yes. uh, like last year. I was also always <laughs> bigger than you. Yeah, well, yeah. I had well because it was so weird because I came out as a big fat fat baby. Yeah, and I came uh, out as a, like a regular. You were baby. like a regular size yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. and then uh, uh, I didn't eat for six years. Yeah, <laughs> and and I ate all of the food. And I remember we were younger, and this is like no fault to our parents, but like. They would say to me, like, oh, you know, like, that's probably enough. And they'd say to Jacob, like, eat more. Like, They're like, get, just get keep eating. eating. Yeah. But and then it, they would be like, well, boys have to eat more than girls. And I would be like, um, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> doesn't sound and right. they were like, well, in this situation, it's true. Because uh, one can't stop eating and one will only eat yeah, chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. So we're starting to worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, though. Yeah. We're good now. Oh, for sure. We're happy with our bodies. I think so. Are you? Happy? you? Yeah. Are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> really? took a lot. I heard, I heard your spine crack and your heart oh! stop for a second. Are you happy? Uh, being directly mm-hmm. asked that question, I think it's a day-to-day thing. I think this is for everybody. Yeah. Uh, or it's like just periods of time. Like I, I've tried to be so body positive and um, our, our good friend Katie, she is such a, uh, an, Katie an was empowering and inspiring on the last person. Episode. And um, we talk about body positivity and fat activism all the time. And like... So, like, I had a really hard time with my body for an extended period. And I think I'm getting to... Like, I am at a point now where I am feeling pretty good. But it is day by day. Yeah, it's definitely... I think with anyone on, like, a body positive journey, if you'd like to call it that, it's a day by day thing. Like, there are times where I'm just kind of like, oh, shit, like, I don't feel good. But then there are times where I'm like, I am so much more than my body and I have so many other things to offer than the way that I look and my goal in this life is not to diet my my purpose in this life is not to restrict my eating or over exercise my goal in this life is to help people and to spread sexual positivity yeah hell yeah that's my goal well I remember when we were kids we were compared constantly because I was older than you but you were bigger than me yeah and then it was it was just constantly this battle of like you know everyone was like Emily's bigger than Jacob. Yeah. And then they would say it. They would say and it, it as, affected both of us really oh, negatively. Because constantly it was just like. <laughs> and this wasn't coming from our parents necessarily. This was more coming from like relatives. And, yeah. And, and and people would be and they would make you feel like you were like, oh, so I'm just this fucking giant. Yeah. That doesn't feel you, good. Right. And in our society, then, women are valued for being small and men are valued for being big. And I was just like, and I was just like, what? So I'm just this little piece of shit that can't do yeah. anything. Yeah. Like and I was, was like, oh, I'm a massive monster, and everyone <laughs> hates me. <laughs> When, like, yeah. Ugh. It's just funny. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're beautiful. Thanks. And I love you. Yeah, I'm also, like, yeah, I agree. I'm, thank you for the compliment. But also, I'm so much more than my exterior. Yeah. And I think that's just, hey. that's also something that I want to spread to these two little girls that we have in our lives. You know? like Thick, thick ain't a personality. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, um, it can be. Yeah. Well, but, it is a personality. I mean, it's a... But it's not everything, baby. It's not everything. But, like, I really want to instill that in the the girls that... Uh, the babies. Yeah, I really want to teach them that, like, 
you are so valuable and it's not because of the way that you look. You want to talk about some rapid fire? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I just said yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry, sorry. sorry. Did I talk to you? Oh, uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, because now you're mo- you're leaving. Yeah. You're leaving. King- you're leaving Toronto. I'm going to move in with my boyfriend. Uh, what's the most excited? What's the thing or something you're most excited about with moving in with your boyfriend? I'm so excited to be able to. Oh, that sounds so lame. Just say it. I'm so excited just to like sleep with him in the same bed. Oh yeah, like that's nice. not even like yes, sex, but like also just like I just love cuddling with him and going to sleep i have honestly i have sleep problems when i don't sleep with him because we're long distance we go back and forth when i sleep with him i have amazing sleeps because i'm just cuddled and i'm you know and i feel very loved and i go to bed feeling oh like i'm loved and i wake up and i'm like oh i'm loved and when i'm sleeping by myself i'm just kind of like i'm alone oh eilish and i completely struggle without each other to sleep yeah co-sleeping for sure (laughs) it's it's just you feel more comfortable i don't know what's i don't know what it is i don't know yeah so that's what i'm most excited about i'm also just excited to to be able to impromptu like hey do you want to like go grab a drink or do you yeah because yeah. all of our dates are so planned in advance because it's him coming up to toronto and yeah. me going up to kingston and it's always so busy because we're always trying to see family and friends and do things so yeah. just be able to like hey you want to go for a walk and, yeah. yeah uh what is something that you're most excited to move back home i'm like, excited for, uh, what, what, what are you most excited for to move uh, you're going home <laughs> what are you excited for I'm excited to um, be more present with the with the girls. I have a really close right, relationship with the babies. With the babies. Yeah. I was there when Miley was she was two days old, and our yeah. parents were out of town, and she I was already she was literally dropped off at the house. She dropped off at my house, and I because I was already screened as a, uh, as a foster caregiver. Yeah. Um, so she I came was to not. me. You know, yeah. But you also were here, and I happened to be in Kingston. Yeah. So she came to me, and like we did like. I did skin to skin with her because I knew that that was really important because she was two days so old. She's two days old. Um, and that was something that babies need to feel loved and, and safe. Yeah. Um, and I have a really close bond with Miley and I also have a really close bond with Harper. Um, so I just want to be there for them and to, to watch them grow and, yeah. and hang out more. They're spectacular children. Oh my uh, you know, what's something that you're most excited for in the, uh, in the behavior analysis field? Um, so it's it's, uh, it's tricky to talk about because it's just like so many unknowns right now. We might be under the College of Psychology soon. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm excited for that just because it's so unknown. Um, yeah. I'm excited for a lot of the work that's being done with something called ACT and it's like acceptance commitment therapy. Cool. There's already been a ton of research, but it's just more and more um, it's coming out and um, it's working more with... Uh, stuff that psychology deals with like thoughts and feelings and it's finding a right. behavior analytic way to to work with that and a big principle in that is um recognizing and labeling your thoughts as just thoughts and not facts because a lot right. of times we overanalyze our thoughts and we're trying to like prove or disprove like if you say something like oh i'm worthless or you have a negative thought yeah, yeah, yeah and then it, you're you're overanalyzing it whereas if you just said like hey that's just a thought like let me just move on that's just something going on in my head that doesn't mean anything about me or my person um, and like not allowing yourself to like self-sabotage. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So I think that that's a really cool thing that I'd, um, one day maybe like to get trained in. Cool. Very yeah, cool. Maybe. Uh, what's one thing you're going to miss about Toronto? I'm going to miss so much about Toronto. Um, I'm going to miss just the people. Like I'm yeah. going to miss you and Eilish. Yeah. I, like, gonna, oh, I'm going to miss you intensely. Oh dude. Like it's crazy cause I'm only three hours away, but like, oh, but I it built- is, it, it's, but it's just a hassle. Like it's, mm-hmm. I don't have a car. Yeah. You have to take a train, a oh, bus. Yeah. Like it's. And like, I was just talking to my roommate, Alyssa, about this last night and how 
it's just so convenient right now to just like with my roommates who are all like my really close friends just be like hey like last night do you want to watch a movie sure yeah. or even with you like i'm guaranteed to see you once a week and that has been like the dopest thing ever yeah. and now it's just like okay it's gonna go back to when i did live in kingston it's like okay when are you free and and arranging yeah. that kind of thing so i'm just gonna miss that i'm also gonna miss bangerang yeah like i have loved working at bangerang awesome. so much well you always have a spot if you ever want it thank you uh what is uh something that you think uh what what do you think the next step on working like working towards uh like because obviously we're on a on a uh, big uh we're on a very progressive uh movement right now mm-hmm. what do you think the next step is progressive in what way like, like in 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 a, in being better people okay. you know like at the bottom line for most of the things that that are being fought for in humanity yeah. right now is 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 that we want people to be better yeah i guess like this is just what I've already talked about too, but just, um, excuse me, uh, sexual education and, and more rights and freedoms for people with, uh, intellectual disabilities, developmental disabilities and autism. And just, I think that that's a fundamental human right, being able to have access to sex ed and being able to express, express yourself sexually. Um, and even in a lot of like, uh, uh, Homes where individuals with intellectual disabilities live, even if they like masturbate, they some of the staff I've seen have like told them not to do that. So Which even is not, uh, even there are appropriate ways of um, even if they're masturbating in, in private, if they come into the room and they see them doing it, they I've seen them tell them not to do it. So it's even like restricting their ability to be sexual. Yeah. So that's something that I yeah. I wish there was more information and, and there is stuff going on like i'm not the only person that's like thinking yes. about this and wanting to do research on it there's yeah. already a lot of research out there but i just wish that that was something that was talked about a bit more fair yeah. uh favorite decade 80s favorite 80s song <sighs> do you know what favorite band okay um i love starships starships the, <laughs> we built the city on rock and roll yeah and uh, what uh, uh, we're gonna make it? Gonna stop nothing's us gonna stop us yeah. now. Yeah, I love starships. Um, I also <laughs> I love Stephen Steve Winwood. Steve Winwood's amazing. Yeah, you got me. You got me a good Steve Winwood Steve Winwood record for yeah, my birthday. Thanks. That yeah. record rips. It does rip. Uh, because it's got Valerie on it. Valerie's oh, a fucking. Valerie. Uh, it, the '80s are also my favorite era. Really? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I also what, love the '70s. Uh, you're a very fashionable person. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, uh. How do you feel about the way fashion has changed from when you were like, even in the past five years? Yeah, I think that, you know, we've had a lot of callbacks, which is what I like. I like the 90s and 80s and 70s that have come back. Yeah. Um, well, because it used to be like, I remember like, oh, the 80s are back now. Yeah. Oh, the 90s are back now. now and now it's just like, no, I think everyone's, everything has been recycled. Yeah. And even the modern, like, uh, the modern, like, uh, uh, Gen, like the gender neutral look yeah. like like the very like uh, androgynous like that has come back uh normcore normcore like oh, everything yeah, yeah. like it's very uh fashion is very like everything fluid yeah was well, it's 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 incredible mm-hmm. no i love it i also did not like when i was young growing up the fashion was 2000s and it was very much like low-rise jeans and like everyone around me was just so skinny and i was just like oh no hip huggers this is not the style for my body (laughs) and now with everything being like high-waisted and like bodycon tight shit like that is like it's like they were like hey em we're gonna make fashion for you and i was like all right 
Yeah. Here you're we go. Like, you're like, so ooh, you're like, ooh, big t-shirts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm stoked. No, that's, uh, that's sick. Um, uh, favorite food? Ice cream. Ice cream. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm basically the same. Uh, uh, your favorite liquor? Favorite thing to drink? Ciders. Ciders. Yeah, yeah. My favorite cider at the moment is like the Thornberry Cranberry Cider. Yep. Great one. So good. It's got like a bit of like an apple. Doesn't sound spicy. I don't know. It's got a little. <laughs> it's, got... it's got this apple taste. That I really, <laughs> really? Oh cider. But huh? it's like a spiced apple cider. Yeah. I love that. Uh, you're, you're hilarious. Uh, I also love when like I, I'll give you like a look like you're about to. I know you're about to say something dumb and you're like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cause I'm going to get you. Yeah. I will get you. Sure. Call uh, me out. Drag me. It's fine. I, <laughs> I, I had one last thing. Um, shoot. Do you want me to say my favorite friendship memory? Oh, well, I will. That, that's okay, one after Sorry. This. Sorry to me to throw you off. Oh my God. And now everyone knows <laughs> what, what the, what <sighs> you really ruined the surprise. Em. I'm not allowed back. Uh, <laughs> uh, Oh, favorite favorite white claw flavor, or is this your first one? So the only one I've had is the lime, but I think already that like the black cherry is a black cherry. Yeah, that one will be my favorite. I just know it. Naps or sleep? Ah, naps because I'm naps. 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 Uh, I like feeling recharged. Yeah. You know. Uh, and then uh, uh, school or work. Oh. Right now, school, like, oh, what I like prefer? both jobs. Like, I like both jobs that I'm doing right now, but I am such a keener at school, and I love getting good grades. Yeah. And I know getting good grades is not a thing in work. No. And I love, like, my GPA. Like, I'm so, oh, man. When wow, I get it doesn't a good sound like mark, you're craving. It doesn't sound like you're craving attention or, oh, or, or praise. It. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> or when a teacher's like, oh, yeah, Emily, that was a great point. And I'm like, mm, fuck yeah. Like, I love that shit. And I know in work there's versions of that, but there's no grades. Yep. You can't get any, you can't get any stickers. No, exactly. That's <laughs> hang on, like a sticker. Uh, there you go. I yeah, think we found that's it. That's why. There's, Thanks, there's Mom the and bookend Dad. for you. Yeah. Uh, all right, Em, uh, what is your favorite memory? And you don't have to say our friendship, but if there is a favorite memory from our friendship, and there better be because I've known you for the past uh, 24 years. So, yeah. Okay, so I've got a couple. I watch the, I, sorry, I don't watch the podcast, I listen. You listen, you're a long-time listener. I'm a long-time listener, so I've thought about this. My favorite memory, and it's funny because we just talked about starships. I'm not sure if you remember this, but when we were in Costa Rica like two years ago, yeah, with yeah. Ma, with Jay I was going and, through a horrible sorry, breakup. Sorry, not Jay or mom. With dad and Sandy, yes. you were going through a bad breakup. You weren't super open about it, but we were on this like walk. Oh, and I think everyone could tell that it was something was up. You were, me. yeah, you were off. And I, I think you had only told me, but I couldn't talk about it because dad and Sandy, or yeah, were there. Well, because I didn't want to tell anyone that my, uh, yeah. my, I just found out that my girlfriend at the time was uh, wearing diapers. Yeah, yeah. Online. But anyways, so my favorite part of the trip, my favorite memory that I, you know, of us is we were like walking down this trail. I think we were going to see like the volcanoes or whatnot. Yeah. And um, we were just singing yeah. every single song from Hairspray. Like the whole oh, soundtrack. Yeah. We were singing the whole song. Yeah. And we're not singers. No. We were screaming. Oh, and yeah. it, like we, we were, were also singing, hey, singing mama, stuff. welcome to the 60s. Yes. And like the, yes. the, what's the motion in the ocean in the sun? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like I the love main that song. Um, you can't stop the beat. But we yeah, you can't stop the beat. We I also, love that song. Yeah, yeah. We were also I love, singing. I love Hey Mama. 
Welcome to the 60s. 60s. Yeah, oh, we're oh, not oh, singers. Oh, oh. No, we are um, not. But we were screaming it. And then we were also singing um, We Built the City of Rock and Roll yeah, yeah. by we Starships looking, and Never Gonna Stop We were just looking at volcanoes and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and singing. And I, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure at that time, Dad and Sandy were fighting behind us. They were. So we just they walked were. ahead and we were just like, let's sing they, some tunes. They were having, like, an old person fight. And yeah. And we were just like, all right. We want to have fun. Yeah, how about yeah. some show tunes? Totally. Um, also, a memory a of us one. that like just makes me laugh now because it's so funny to me is I remember being outside and when I was little, I wanted to be a singer. I had big dreams, big city M. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was singing and you came up to me and you just looked at me in the eyes. <laughs> this is we so probably mean. eight and ten. I was eight, he was ten. And you just went, hey, M, you're never going to be a singer. <laughs> <laughs> mean so like ludicrous but so accurate but also just me being like uh, me being like a kid and being like am i am i gonna have to tell her yeah am i gonna be the one who has to mom and dad i was looking at mom and dad being like you're letting her inquire you idiot she thinks she has a chance i was like uh guys (laughs) emily's wearing tube tops and (laughs) practicing in her room like she's gonna be britney spears yeah i think someone's got to tell her oh yeah listen to my hip clips yeah busting out yeah but you and i would put on concerts we would, We'd put yeah. on concerts, and it would just be us, like, jumping on the bed and screaming, being like, do you guys like that song? Yeah. <laughs> just always prime for attention, too. But I love when we would have, like, movie nights, and we'd either go into, like, we'd normally go into my bedroom, yeah. and we'd put on, like, Chi Chi Bang Bang, yeah. we'd have all the snacks in the world, and during the intermission, we'd, like, run and get more snacks. Well, because it was the old school, it was the old school VHS. Where and they had an intermission. Would, the intermission that they would have had at the theater. Yeah. Where it was, uh, let's all, uh... Uh, let's all go to the movies. Oh, let's shit. Let's all yeah, go yeah. to the movies. Yeah. Let's all go to the movies and get ourselves a snack. And we were like, okay. Okay. Let's go and you're, and you're a kid, you're like, and you're like, when you're a kid and you're watching that, you're like, I bet I, you're like, could you imagine if we went to the kitchen and there was chocolate bars and popcorn? Oh my God. Like, yes, like, like cause like I was the, just like, cause they, could you imagine they transformed like, the kitchen to a concession stand. And like, you're just like, oh my God, I would really love a chocolate bar. Yeah. Yeah. And there'd be like little hot dogs. And there. then we would go and we would be like melt cheese in the microwave. And then oh go back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, one more thing. When the one night we really wanted to sleep in the boat, we had a boat that our parents shared the we, cost we had, with we, another and we, family. And we, and we saw it as. Uh, a fort. We saw it as a fort and like there was the actual cover of it which kind of made it a fort yeah. and we were begging our parents like please let us sleep in the boat please. Please. Like, such please. a crazy thing. Yeah. And they were like fine we'll fucking let you sleep in the boat and we brought out our little portable DVD players yep. and we had like Shark Boy and Lava Girl and we made it an hour. We made it maybe an hour. We didn't even <laughs> watch the whole movie and then no. we were like let's go it's inside. It's kind of scary out here. It's, it was too scary. Oh, what if it rains? And yeah, we, were we, just like, getting, we were getting really freaked out. Yeah. So uh, we went back inside. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of good memories of us yeah. trying to like make forts and do that. We almost started a fire once because we had, <laughs> we had used an, an active lamp to hold up a blanket for a sheet fort. Which, uh, yeah, and then we, 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 we only we used what we had. But I took because it was a bad idea because I took the lampshade yeah off the lamp and mm. then put it directly on the light bulb. So then it started to smoke, <laughs> and then I went, huh? Huh? Normally doesn't our, do that. The lamp normally light, doesn't our smoke. Light, our light bulbs hot. <laughs> I was like, huh? I'm going to take it off. And then, there, and then dad was like, why are one of the sheets burnt? And I was like, huh, I don't know. I don't know if he's interrogated. Dad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, dad. Yeah. Maybe you should check out the dryer. And also, <laughs> like, maybe your bigger worry is mom's addiction to hair dryers. Remember when oh, the couch had a big burn in it because she would always have a hair dryer Our mom would, yeah, would put a hair dryer uh, to keep herself warm in the bed. Yeah. She, which is one so of those My Strange Addiction things. I know. Uh, she should have been on. She could have burnt down the house all the time. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that one's that one's definitely crazy. But my favorite memory is uh, one of my favorite memories because mm-hmm. there's so many. One was when you flipped off a bus driver. Oh my uh, God, I forgot about that. Because you, can you, you would, please tell cause, the story? Because I, I would tell you that I was like, you know, sometimes it's pretty funny <laughs> if you like secretly flip off the bus driver. But like, I was like talking Jacob about was like my hero. I was like, I was also like, I, what I meant though was that sometimes I do it when I like get home in my bedroom and then I get <laughs> under the covers and I f- quickly flip them off. Uh. Like, I meant, like, in the way yeah. that, like, you're, like, walking away and, like, you just, like, flash it and, you'd, and like, no one would even, yeah. someone would be like, that kid just clenched his fist or something. And I was in grade two and Jacob was the coolest kid in school. And in my mind, I was like, <laughs> well, if Jacob wants me to flip off the bus driver, I'm a good kid, but I'm a flip up the bus driver. And then Emily would turn around <laughs> every day of getting, and I didn't realize because I would start walking and get ready for me flipping off when I got in my, in my bed. <laughs> because I would, that's where it was safe. <laughs> uh, but then I remember you would, like, Turn around and so like hand on hip. Oh yeah, and this like it's Sassiest so uh, it's so unbelievably uncomfortable when you watch a kid give someone a finger because <laughs> it was like you didn't even really know what was going no. on, uh, and you didn't I understand didn't why I mean. it was bad. Yeah. But you like sassily hand on hip, finger out, oh, my God. and like I was. I remember I turned around one day and I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like I all of a sudden I was like it was like I grew up like ten years and I was like that's an adult at work like I couldn't believe it. I know it. and I remember one day he pulled me like I was getting off the bus and he's like hold up he's like hey young lady I don't like that finger language you've been using, he was using. don't do it again and it's that stuck with me and then that time I did it more harder than Emily, ever before. Emily was like oh you didn't like that yeah. <laughs> and then well, you got Jacob s- said it was cool so and then I was like oh I didn't say that and then I almost Upper Canada Village was a really popular like it was our trip you almost every grade. Too, and I got pulled aside and my mom was like the head of the PA and the principal came and got talked to my mom and was like hey your daughter's been doing this and she's like what has she been doing and then they were like if you don't stop you're then- not going to Abraham Village and I was like I didn't know the gravity of the situation <laughs> And then you're like, Jacob told me to do it. And then I was like, I did not. <laughs> I, I told her to do it. But I feel it. like um, immediately once, like, I think even when they heard the story, mom was like, do you mean Jacob did that? Because that doesn't sound like Yeah, him. that doesn't sound like Elliot. It sounds like something Jacob yeah, would do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it yeah. was. So, yeah, it that was. one was one of my favorites. And my other favorite memory is just, it just might be one of the laugh, the hardest I've ever laughed. Mm. Uh, you and I were like maybe 10 and 8. Sure. And we're sitting in the back of the car. Oh, my God. Uh. And I'm like, I, I had like a bad stomach, so I'm lying down in the back seat, and uh, and you and like, uh, mom was like, so what do you guys want to get uh, with your allowance? Because we brought an allow- our, our allowance. Yeah. I'm like, what do you guys want to buy with your allowance? And I was like, candy. And then you were petting my hair. And then mom was like, what do you guys want to get with your allowance? And I said candy, and then you went hair. <laughs> In the creep creepiest ever. way, just like just staring down, I was like, petting hair. my hair. And you're, what do you want to get with your allowance? Candy, hair. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, "Oh, we have a sociopath in the back." She was like, "Uh oh, I think I think my daughter's gonna start killing animals outside." Yeah, or cutting off her son's hair. Yeah, yeah. I, we're gonna wake up and, try, and Jacob's not gonna have any hair, and he's gonna be tied to the bed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh my god, I forgot about that. That, that was, was super, so fucking funny. I think as funny. well, it was so funny to us because Dad lost his mind, and so did Mom. We they were both laughing all hysterically. So hard. And I didn't know that it was gonna be funny. Like I just said, <laughs> like literally, it was one of those times when someone asks you a question, you just answer. You're like, "Well, what's around me? Hair." Yeah, like, you're like, or like you didn't even think about no. what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's Crazy. definitely. That's so funny. That's definitely. One of my favorite memories. You're such a burpy guy. I'm so gassy in my adult life. Yeah. I, uh, I have horrible, 
acid reflex now. Oh, no. Uh, how do you feel? Great. Feel good? I feel so good. I'm ready to get on a bus. <laughs> ready? Oh, yeah, you're going You're going back. Going to Kingston going after this. Uh, yeah, that was a great episode, Emily. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for coming on. I, we will, I will have you back on, obviously, very soon. Oh, I love having you so on. Much. Love talking to you. Uh, I'm going to miss you dearly. Yeah, I miss you too. Uh, and thank you for being my friend. Oh, Jacob. You're and so thank sweet. you for being my sister. Oh, thank you for having me on. This has been so fun. Awesome. I love and you also, very much. Also, thanks for being the best big brother ever. All right. And the best boss. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. I like, thanks for being the best big brother. And the best boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, guys, that was episode, uh, I think, 18. We'll find out when I uh, count it up. I count it up with the other episodes. Uh, this is the Mr. Friendship Podcast. That was my sister, Emily Sharp. And uh, she's the fucking best, man. Emily, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, maybe my paper if it gets published. <laughs> okay. So I've got, no, I've got nothing. Nope. Well, when Emily gets <laughs> published, when one of her scientific get papers get published, go check that out, I guess. <laughs> that's so hard to look up. I'm not good at plugging. Um, uh, that's all. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> do you want, do you Instagram? Signing off. No, I don't have any, like, I do have Instagram, but, like, it's not... Emily Sharp 96. It's there not anything cool. Like, <laughs> it's literally me and my boyfriend going on trips. Yeah, you know. guys posting selfies. Yeah. Because no one else does that. No, I know. All right. I love you so much. Thank <laughs> you for being so on, the, on the podcast, Em. Uh, guys, that's, that was Emily Sharp. That was my sister. Uh, Mr. Friendship Podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, whatever you can do on your platforms. Uh, I appreciate all of you. And uh, thanks for listening, friends. I love you all. All right. Stay safe, wash your hands, all that good stuff. Bye. You did great. It. Yeah, How that was feel? so fun. I feel like I'm so sweaty. I'm oh, like... I didn't. I didn't stop it. We're still going. <laughs> oh my god, we're still. <laughs> I'm so right. sweaty. Bye. Um. <laughs>